Welcome to the Questionable to Return podcast, where three lifelong friends discuss Wisconsin sports and more. Now, here's your hosts, Andy, Mike, and Pete. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Questionable to Return podcast. Man, we got to get on a better schedule because this is getting a little out of control. Like we, One week we're on, another week we're off. Anyway, as always, I'm Andy with my buddies Mike. Hi, everybody. And Pete. Hey, howdy, hi. Oh, you remembered this time. Uh-huh. We're, we're good. I think we're on a schedule. It's like every other weekend. You know, <laughs> the problem is, is the weather's nice, so we right. like to go outside and not sit in a basement. Yeah, so, so thank you, listenerhood. And you don't this, have to like waste your time listening this to this. This is the first time in uh, the last three weekends I was out of town at some point. So that makes it a little tougher. I know you That's guys true. are you guys are off baseball. Well, well baseball fields. finished up right before the fourth. Yeah, I'm in softball mode right now with my daughter, so are they in the tail end? Got a lot of last couple Yeah, we have tournaments. Two double headers left and then one more tournament. Because her league doesn't actually do playoffs like our, no. our boys' baseball team no. does, right? they do leagues for nothing. That seems weird. It's really dumb. I talked to your, your team's coach for a little bit about that, and she informed me about that. We, we, went, we went on ad nauseum about how that's crazy. But. So it doesn't make sense at all. And then we, today, well, today we won the, the silver bracket, which was a bunch of crap that we were in the silver bracket. Uh, technicalities, whatever. So we won the silver bracket. Rules. Yeah. <laughs> whatever. And... We we just left. Like, we didn't get any medals. Like, they usually give out medals for the champions of each, like, bracket. No. And it, that didn't happen. Silver they promised medal? it. They'll probably email Silver it Silver medals? Email it, yeah. <laughs> that, like, it's just like a tin atop a of a yogurt container. <laughs> like a Dundee. It's it's going to be a, yeah, they'll email it to you. It's something you just print out yourself. <laughs> just hang Tape around it to your, your shirt. shirt. There you right. go, yeah. Pin it to your pin, shirt. Pin it to your hat. Yeah, anyway. So I went yesterday with with the kids, me and uh, the two little ones. They're not that little, seven and nine. But me and the kids met up with their cousin and her dad at Six Flags. So it was our first trip of the year. I think there'll be a few more, but it was hot. It's hot. Yeah, it's been... It's like mid-90s. It's been, it's been up there. Oh, yeah, it's been... And get ready. It's supposed yeah. to be hot the rest yeah, of the day. Yeah, it's supposed to be back into it. No, I went, I went to a pool on Saturday, and I realized... Yeah, I blinded people with my chest. Yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> it was bad. My my coach farmer tan is is really intense right now. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty pretty nice cut cut <laughs> right at the armpit there. Yeah. Well, we were at Six Flags. It was kind of crazy because we went on the water rides. That was really good. Nice way to cool down. Um, but it's kind of interesting now. Like my son is tall enough. He went to the doctor and found out like, last year at this time he was in the fifty second percentile for height, which is kind of weird because I'm really tall. My mm-hmm. wife's not short for a girl, but. He's now in the 80. What was that? 50? He was in the 52nd oh, okay. percentile okay. for height and weight. He's now, wait, he's still at about the 50th percentile. But in the height, he's at 84, 85. Oh, good for him. So he's got a, <laughs> I mean, sort of. Like it's, it's like finally when he's starting to get used to his body a little bit or starting to get, well, not greatly coordinated, but he's starting to get into it. Now yeah. he's like, I don't know, tall awkwardness. Yeah. yeah, they're getting to that age once now. Where you, they're once you hit those growth spurts, yeah, it definitely affects you uh, playing sports a little bit. Yeah, my daughter got she was fast, and then she got a lot slower because she can't figure out her legs for sure. I call her a giraffe. She's a baby giraffe. 
I know. Like she can't she can't figure it out. Yeah, I, I remember that. I can't wait until your nine and eleven year old kids are taller than me. It's like <laughs> it's about to happen. Hey, Mike, <laughs> Jameson's not going to be taller than you. Oh, okay, he's still in the twentieth percentile. Uh, your daughter <laughs> he keeps will, going down. Your daughter percentile. will be taller. You can tell Brenda come talk to me because I've I've I mean. I have a decent belly, but I have a small torso as far as like height comparison. Mm. I have a lot of legs, so I can, I can yeah. start all good. Tell her well, it'll all be fine. I it'll like, be fine right around tail end of middle school and I high school. L- I like to think you have long dancer's legs. Oh, thanks, oh, Mike. Yeah. yeah. Like Stacy Keebler. <laughs> I just think of Dirty Dancing. Mm-hmm. The time of my life. No. Nope. All right. Well, no, Bryn's having, she has like, I think she has severe pigeon toed. So actually, she's been having really bad ankle pain. So I think she's gonna have to go in for that, for sure. Get some brace. Yeah, some brace. She's like, I don't want to have surgery. No, you get her. Not gonna have surgery. They'll give you a brace. Can you to get her Leroy it. Butler cleats or something. Right. I think that's her <laughs> issue. Definitely. Yeah, they do have. They have a tendon thing where you can pull us on the outside and kind of get set out a little bit. Yeah. But we found out that our kids are out. Really. So we'll see how that kind of pans out. No, Highly yeah. a little bit more than Trenton, but. It's crazy. You walk behind behind her, and it's like you see her like that left foot just like come way in. It's like how in the heck do you walk like? I remember that? when I was a kid, I thought that was cool, so I, I taught myself to like walk kind of that way. Well, that was the way to walk in the nineties. You had a little bit of a limp. Yeah, it was like it was like a Dion walk. <laughs> it was a, I <laughs> yeah. believe that's the pimp limp. You gotta get a little of that strut going. Little strut shake in there. Yeah. Oh man. So I do have to say one kind of crazy story about Six Flags. So you guys remember going to Six Flags, and they have uh, they used to have like those giant big gulp cups collector cups that had mm-hmm. like the cool belt clip thing that you had to put on and then you buy this and it's free refills or free refills are 99 cents or whatever it's crazy yeah, and it was like 20 ounces yeah so now they changed it now they have three different ones like they have three different kinds they're smaller um for your health slash. really you have to fill they it don't have baby them. size sweetums <laughs> sweetums baby size yeah they're like i don't know I, I listeners are gonna hate this it's, it's probably about the size of mike's bottle there maybe a little bit smaller this is a 32 ounce bottle so, it's probably so that, that's a small yeah so that's like they're like that's well smaller than they were remember there's a burger there were those small. giant cups these have that's a lead that's liter cola right there <laughs> that's, that's one liter that's that's <laughs> but you, basically but you know 10 seconds about, like, worth of drink. six flags with a giant cup with yeah like you Batman want the monster on ones, yeah. anyway, anyway so like you get them when you become a member so now they have like now they have all these different types of membership and season passes and whatever else is crazy season passes are like 170 bucks but you can do a membership Oof. but you can do a membership that comes with a free thing and free soda refills and whatever else free parking because parking is now 30 bucks a trip Ooh. comes with free parking 750 a month which a I mean, month yeah but for if you one person for one person but if you're talking about 170 dollars for a season pass or seven dollars a month that's 84 dollars why on earth would you get the season pass? Why would you pay for the year membership? Oh, I thought you said seven hundred fifty. No, seven dollars fifty cents. Gotcha. Okay, yeah, no, yeah. Why not? So I'm like, yeah. why, why wouldn't you do that? So like, I, I got the things so of free parking because especially if you look at it both ways, like one trip is thirty dollars on top of it. Plus now you get the free cup with like the refills. So if you do that, then it's like all oh, those are like six dollars normally. Oh yeah. But so they also so I go in there and you get a red one because you're a member. Whatever. <laughs> Red one. whatever so you stick out you but everybody has it. they couldn't just give you a black one <laughs> what, it's like, whatever. you just gotta stick out like, ooh. it's like then they have yellow ones so that's season long one that, so now you have season not, long it's, ones it's not yellow it's it's lime vault, sure. vault color oh, sure it's I probably it. like so this is all, color. Is they're all sponsored by coca-cola so what it would be it'd be like a sprite color this is a status thing yeah it's showing off yeah it's a status thing it's just like community have you guys watched community no, 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 I, no, I don't. No. I don't right. see TV shows ever. There's an episode where there's an app, and every people wear colors. 
basically. Oh. And, you know, it's whatever. You get stars. and So so red is by far like the better <laughs> one, right? Because that's like crosses multiple years. It's like a membership, blah, blah, blah. But then they have like the yellow one. So it's like people with season passes are like for the entire like 2019 year, you can get free refills with the yellow one. And then if you're like only coming one time, you get a green one. And they're like 17 like they're seventeen dollars for whatever for the daily pass one, like twenty five for the year one. It's like whatever. Like you add that on top of all the other. So stuff. the I'm yellow like, ones, the year one. The other ones for just the current season, so it'd be like only for twenty nineteen. Okay. So as soon as it's like January first, because it's still open at that point. That what? one's called diabetes, right? Diabetes yellow. What if you're drinking it on the Viper and it goes flying out of your hand? Are you out of luck? You're not allowed to bring them on. Drinks on. You're what? not allowed to bring them on. And that leads me what? into my story. <laughs> How is the Viper not rotted yet? <laughs> no. Like, you're talking about the American, American Eagle. American Eagle. That one's Viper. We would, no, we went on the American Eagle. too. It yeah, is, but, but American they, Eagle's but older. By far well, yeah. older. That thing going up to it, like, you, you're going up, you're going click, 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 and you're seeing like the the wood sag as you're going up. Oh, it's pretty I, I think, impressive. I think people were still getting around on horseback when they built American Eagle. <laughs> I, don't doubt it. I don't doubt it. I think it's pretty probably pretty close. <laughs> no, I, I, I pretty don't close. doubt it. No. So now they have like these big bins. I think they had them still when we were younger. But you'd put these giant big gulp cups cups in there. And now oh put, yeah. Now you put yeah, these cups in those, there. They had those. And I these think. bins, and they they put fake seatbelt clip latches on it because that's security. And they tell you the big warning like, "Hey, you're on camera. Like we're watching you in this area. Blah blah blah. <laughs> Nobody's watching. So you throw <laughs> so you throw it in there, and then hope you get your cup and remember what slot you're anyway. We won the Viper a few more times. I it was right for we got done eating. I'm like I can't go on the Viper again because the kids now we're in like just line circle mode. Like I'm just like Vipers combined. That's their favorite ride. Well, the Viper is like it's not too crazy, but it's not too kiddish. It's like right. It's good. It's Trenton, a good one to start at. Like my son's in this weird stage where he he thinks he's more brave than he actually is. Mm. So he's like talks big about wanting to go on. The, he he like went on the Demon and he'll go do the Demon and he liked, but the the giant drop. He's like, eh. he's like, that's probably a little bit too high where he gets a little awkward. So Ily went on it and she went on it by herself. That's only one in a row. That's brave for a seven year old. She crushed it, was laughing on the yeah. way down. Like I was a little worried. I'm like, well, why don't you get there? I'm like, I'm going to get a crying kid on the way back down. I'm I like, feel like the weird. I, I think either you I'm gonna, should be more worried that she liked it. I'm I, in, yeah, I know that I was, I had to. So that, like, be careful if they have the daredevil gene. You know, I get too crazy. When it comes to roller coasters and stuff, I want somebody to go with. Because I still like going on, the, like, the bigger rides. And Trenton's, like, right. a little I iffy need, right I now. I need somebody to hold my hand. My my like of roller coasters is itself a roller coaster, kind of. of <laughs> like, I used to be terrified. When I was your kid's age, I was terrified of them. I didn't want to go on anything. And then as I got to be, like, middle school, right. like, into, like, high school, I loved them. And now I don't want to go on them again. Kind well, of a... See, my deal is I'd rather do zip lining stuff like that than roller coasters. I don't know why. Well, zip lining is just a straight shot down. Like, right. you know, you're going closer to earth. Like, I roller know. coasters. I feel is... like I have a little bit more control Especially, over my life. Plus, like, if you have any equilibrium type issue, it just makes you feel terrible That's as you're true. going through. That's true. So he's like weirded out a little bit, like more of a safety control type of problem. But he wants to, like, all, like his favorite rides are, like, the 4D ones. Like, those are, he likes those. Vipers, he thinks is really cool. American Eagle, good with that. My daughter, on the other hand, we were teasing because we tried to go on the Goliath, like, last year, my son and I. And we got all the way up to the top. And he was, like, 
didn't want to, he's like, was going to go, but then didn't really want to. Mm. Was coming up with all these kids, like, oh, I don't know. I don't feel real great. I'm like, you're fine. Get up to the, get up almost like we get on the platform, you're about to line up. He's like, oh, dad, I really got to go to the bathroom. I just remembered I left the iron on. (laughs) We got to go. Oh, I forgot to do my homework. I got to go. Yeah. So we get up to the top and he's like, oh, I got to go to the bathroom. I'm like, no, you don't. Like, you can hold it for the 30 second ride. We go to get on, and anybody listening knows the Goliath. It's really awkward. It wasn't anything I expected because I expect anything goes upside down to have like the shoulder strap. Like, and then the Goliath doesn't have that. You're sitting in the chair or whatever else, but they clamp down. The thing goes over the top of your legs and then straps from your shins. So we go in, we get him all buckled in, then I go to get me, and they can't latch it down because my, this goes back to the tall legs. They can't get the top part strapped down flat enough to lock in because my, like, that part of my leg is tall. And like in the 16 thunder thighs, yeah. The 16, <laughs> the 16 year old that was working asked me legitimately, Can you can you make this shorter? Can you like shorten them? I'm like, Well, I can fold my I can fold my foot. And he's like, No, 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 you got to keep your feet flat. I'm like, And I just looked at him, like, How am I supposed to make? Would you be willing to cut your feet off to go on this? Ride? What I'm like, Do you want me to go barefoot? I got, that's the only way I can think of to They've make my never dealt with this. And, and it's like the. Like, it's like the commercial of the Bucks going to the carnival, and oh, like they're yeah. all, they're all trying to ride the bumper cars. Yeah, it's pretty ridiculous. Six five is a little tall for six, a lot of five Is normal in the NBA though. in the NBA, but but <laughs> for no, Andy, right, yeah, six so, five. Is so I'm like I'm six around. five, but I have a tall leg. Like my legs yeah. longer. Yeah, that's true. Than than even like normal. Anyway, so they're like sorry, and so I go to get. Up, he's like and. And then my son's like, oh, darn, I really, I really want to go, but oh, we can't go. Uh, yeah. And I just, and, it, and he looks at me with this like big grin, like, oh, I was really going to go. And I, I just looked at the, the guy's like, well, he can still go, right? <laughs> He's like, yeah. and the yeah. six-year-old's like, yeah, I'll, I'll keep an eye on him. I'm like, I'll be right over there. Like, I'll be right over there, Trent. Like, you can go ahead and go. And he's like, no, no, no I'll go with you. It's fine. <laughs> I wouldn't want you to feel bad. Dad. I don't want you to take right. that. I don't want you to be by yourself alone, or whatever. So anyway, no, so they're doing the Viper around now. So back back to the yesterday, like Saturday story. So they're on the Viper around. I'm like, ah, I can't go anymore. But you guys can keep going. Well, we were walking off. There was a guy that was irate, like frantically like chasing back up the exit because somebody had stolen his wallet from said box. They had their like cinch back backpack thing, and it was no longer in there. So he was like frantically like I don't know how to describe it, but out of his mind, yelling at this poor girl to show him the tape that this area is under recording. And she's like, I don't have, like, we don't have it here. Like, it's in the central security. You can go to member services and they'll help you out with it. That was not good enough for him because he was just like, and I, I guess I can like sympathize a little bit, like it's your wallet or whatever else. So we, so he's finally got him to calm down. So he's like behind us. And I can hear this call. He's talking to his family member. He's like, they, can you believe it? And then a bunch of swear words came out. They stole my wallet. They, they, they didn't take my phone that was right next to it, but they took my wallet. And it had, had all my money. It had like, we had like $700 in there. And then we had like this, we had the key, we had the, the pin codes for like the accounts and stuff were in like pieces of paper oh, in there. Oh no. And like, we also had like my account numbers for like all my investment stuff. Like this, everything is in this wallet. So a couple things ran across my mind at that point. And I want to know if you guys feel the same way. It smells fishy. <laughs> one i'm taking him as face value that he probably did have a substantial amount of money he looked like a guy that would put money in there and not have it in a bank like either had cash there 
but I was like, I, part of me felt bad for him. I'm like, oh, it's got to be a frantic. I mean, I can feel for him. Sure. And then more and more, and more I thought about, there's plenty of other things I would have done. One, what do you have that kind of money and then go to Six Flags? Yeah. Like you got this, like people. Yeah. No wonder they didn't steal your phone. They didn't need to. Like, <laughs> why, why deal with stealing a phone when you just take cash? Yeah. I always put my investments in my wallet. <laughs> yeah. I put all my pins in my, I put I, all my account information yeah, in pins. P- that's absolutely the dumbest thing <laughs> if so, you write down pins and put them in your wallet why does this guy have a phone then just keep your wallet <laughs> I, just, I don't like, know everything's in your wallet i don't know <laughs> oh i had my mickey mantle rookie card in that wallet <laughs> <laughs> homeowner's claim no you meant jordan rookie card I don't oh, know. Yeah. that's a callback that is but, but anyway but it's just like so then there's that but out of all the things you're going to put inside the cinch bag I get it. If it's a water ride, yeah, okay, maybe I can see putting your wallets. You don't want it, want it to get wet. But even then, if you have that kind of money, I'd forego the 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 loggers run or whatever the heck it's called. I think you can just hold on to your wallet. It's going to be safe on rides, but even on a water ride. But he wasn't even a big guy. It's not like oh, this is going to be uncomfortable with my wallet in my pocket. He's wearing cargo shorts for that matter. Just put that in the side pocket then. That seems like just a complete lack. If that's all true, if he's not trying to do anything fishy that's like a complete lack of street smarts to the extreme level well they have it plastered everywhere that they're not liable for any like lost or stolen goods like that's it says it says in bold letters on the thing bold letters right in front right above it says just for your awareness this you're under supervision or surveillance from video this place this sections um no this is the biggest grift ever he's totally (laughs) just trying to grift them but he's not going to get anything from them they're not going to pay him for any of that (laughs) yeah but he was irate. Like the thing was, like, he was there. He was doing it. Like, he was back and forth. He was ranting to somebody. Like, so the kids. So, so this whole thing happened. I went and sat across the way, said picnic table, and I was watching him do this. And he was outside, pacing back and forth outside the ride for probably a good thirty minutes. Like the kids were finally done, and we had to go. And he was still like ranting about this. And I was just like, "What just in the world?" Laying it on. Kids are like, "I don't know who he's talking to." Like, <laughs> well, mom, is no, mom if you, if is you, mom like? A, well, if you took calling? the phone, it just said beep beep beep. There's nothing on there. <laughs> well, no, the girlfriend's there with his kids, or the kids are married. I don't know if it's a wife thing. I didn't. The, really, I didn't sorry, ask. I don't believe it. I don't are believe they, anybody though. Are the kids asking you to leave? And you're like, "I gotta see how I gotta this watch plays this. out." They want to go on a ride. <laughs> Maybe Six Flags. Hey, Daddy wants to watch his. Entertainment at <laughs> yeah. Great America. This is way better than a roller yeah. coaster. Oh, you mean my kids? Like watch wonder, it. Oh no, I know like, you. They, that was no, your no, no, entertainment. Yeah, I was, I was That's what fa- I was us adults. I was love fascinated watching by people. Yeah. This is like a soap opera. Watching got, people's. The yeah, best. I'm saying. I got some like, dipping dots. I was. I was right there. <laughs> yeah, right? You yeah. tell your kids like, I'm, your popcorn. I'm, I'm busy. I'm get watching your popcorn. Well, the kids came out and they're like, "Can we go again?" I'm like, "Yes, you can go again." Oh, you just sent them. Just keep going. I'm. I got my own roller coaster right here. Just walk home. But even like even the kids came over like, is he okay? Did they find his wallet? <laughs> like then you could oh, see that they it, know how to go. They're and, they're in on it. And you could see <laughs> the and you could see the the security guard, like the the security guard came over and he was looking at he opened up every, like, trash bin along the whole like section looking for it. Because people would grab what's grab in it and, and then throw it, it away. Take the cash. To see like at least give them, hopefully give them back like the credit cards or whatever or. Because nobody wants to go to the DMV. Hopefully, you're like, well, yeah, his, like his investment pin yeah. probably would be in there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like, that whole part seemed a little bit fishy. Like, why would you do that? He was like talking about some inheritance like thing. I don't know. I was just like, what in the was actual his will world? in there? 
Probably. Okay. Probably Grandpa Joe's will was in there. I think somebody stole the money and went straight to the game area, played seven hundred dollars worth of knock the bottles. They were down, walking around with the basket. With Marvin the Martian. <laughs> yeah. On their shoulders. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's what they got for seven hundred dollars. So we <laughs> Marvin were... the Martian stuffed animal. Based on that though, there was a car as we were leaving. This thing was bigger than the car. Oh, that I don't was know. The, that was them. It was, it was them. it was probably them. It was in <laughs> it was in a VW like I don't know what is there Jetta like the small mm-hmm. hatchback Jetta one yeah. and they were just trying to shove that like that thing in it was a giant bear I well there was that two of them one bigger, was sitting on top of it and it was just sprawling all over the top of it was it like Costco yeah. bear size Costco has At those least. like three different sizes of bears yeah. that get bigger and bigger because I've I've looked for the funniest gift they, to buy my nieces and I have considered those bears they were my height like no joke like they were me no like, funniest is just thing. a ball pit. That would be great. People, parents hate those. This is real. You can look it up on Amazon. They make stuffed animal giraffes that are life size. What? They cost like $2,000. Life size? <laughs> life size. What? <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? I know, but where would you put it? I don't know. I would just leave it on their lawn and drive away. Up my, your butt and to the left. My, but even like people were actually buying, like, I can see the joking fashion, but if you're actually yeah. buying it, like you'd have to like... Break the head twice just to get the fit <laughs> in the room. She, that's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Don't, I, don't even, I don't even know where to go with that. That's that's insane. <laughs> yeah, don't let me drink and buy one of those. <laughs> I'm putting it on your like quick cart. No, I'm gonna let you drink and buy one. Yeah, actually, you're very you love you love to just purchase. How many stuff. Tremont Williams jerseys did you buy? Uh, just one, but they no, accidentally, it's Tremon. They accidentally Tremon. gave me two. That was not my fault. No. They sent me two. Oh, I did they really? One. Yeah. I thought you bought two. No. They did send me two, and I thought, did I? Well, that story that? wasn't as good. No. Pete was nice enough to DD me around uh, yep. last weekend. I, I've been out of drinking retirement a little bit. I don't drink very much, but we went and watched uh, USA Mexico oh, yeah. soccer. How was, how was that? It was interesting. Yeah. The bar I got was, back way too late to try to join you. But it was interesting. It was about half and half Mexico and USA fans. But uh, it was packed. Uh, not only did Pete DD me there, which was nice, I got a free beer because of oh, Pete, yeah. Pete's generosity. Right, yeah, no. Um, yeah, this was good. There's a pregnant lady there with her husband, boyfriend, wherever he was. They're standing next Perfect to us. Perfect place for a pregnant lady. Significant yeah. other. That's okay. Significant other. We're, we're in the back on stools against the wall. And then we noticed she's standing, and Pete being the nice guy, I was right next she to her. She looked miserable. Yeah. Uh, we had two stools. It was st- hot, too, wasn't it? It was really it was hot. Bad, yeah. We had two stools. We were each sitting on one. Is that place air conditioned? No. No, they had the oh. door open. The door was open. Dogs were running around. I just, woof. Some dogs woof. all over the place. So we went, it was like winter Yeah. Did somebody bring a dog when we went? Yeah. Because someone just brought their dog and just off yeah. leash, just let it run around the bar. That's, the kind entire... of the thing, that's kind of the thing in the neighborhood, I think. <laughs> yeah. Commissioner Nick kind of frequents. But Pete was nice enough to be like, that pregnant woman, like, I should give her a stool. And since I was right next to her, she <laughs> it was met... packed. So it I was couldn't, packed. like, like there's room for the what she said joke right there. But anyway. <laughs> yeah. But since I'll I give was. her that stool. Since I was right <laughs> next to her, it was easier. Like, I was going to give her my stool, and then Pete was going to give me his. Because it was really Pete doing the good right. deed of giving up the stool. 
So when I slid the stool, I said, do you want this? And slid it over to her right away. Her significant other went to the bar and bought me a beer. He's like, that's really nice of you. Yeah. <laughs> really, I was just standing in the corner. Like, it was really like Pete's generosity. Sad guy in the corner, little violin music. Yeah. Oh, here's your cheese. <laughs> Charlie Brown time. But thanks, Pete. I mean, yeah, no problem. Worked, you got you a out. beer. It all worked out except uh, Mexico. So you actually took Pete's stool and the beer? Yeah. I think well I played, sir. Yeah, I think I did. did. Yeah. yeah. But decided that's Pete, awesome. Pete needed to stand. And I had bit. to drive him home. Well, I, I appreciate the generosity. I, I didn't mean, get anything out of it good, either. Good job by you home. for the generosity, but even pizza? better job oh, by no, you. Oh, you did. Bought me pizza and two. two I got white chicks. Spe- speaking of drinking right now, what are you having? I am drinking a Kickstart. Sure, you are. It's pi- are we, orange. Wait, are we sponsored by we Pineapple Orange? Pineapple Kickstart? Orange Kickstart. All right. I rarely do drink beer anymore, but I've had like two weekends in a row after having like a few month layoff. It was kind of nice, but beer just makes me sleepy most of the time. And you just got to drink that Klaus Haller or whatever it is. Yeah. It tastes just, just like beer. NA beer. Yeah. You just feel like getting the taste on a hot summer day. Yeah. It's not, not a bad Can thing. It, so we've had, I, uh, I just don't get the point of non-alcoholic beer. <laughs> just the taste. I was just thinking hot. Like it's been so hot. I just need that taste. So that's all. I never had that desire to like. Well, yeah. I'm, I I think we've had this discussion, didn't we, at some other time? That there's Probably. there's people who just like that more of the bitter taste. Like so, like beer is probably the same people that like are very quick to like coffee. I, yeah, are able to quickly like coffee so. plain. It is. Yeah. A, it it's is. Like a, I can't do it. It is a gene. You probably don't have the gene for it because my dad's like that. He never liked what? coffee or beer. Well, I remember alcohol, we read about alcoholism, that. Gene. I, I feel. <laughs> yeah. like, oh. I feel like this is a callback to episode two because I think I remember we talked about a study I read about it. Yeah, because like I'll drink I I drink black coffee a lot and beer and. Yeah, I don't. I if I don't have creamer, I'll I'm fine drinking black coffee yeah, for sure. Yeah, normally I, this is where I'm really gross. I'll drink cold brew black coffee. Some people oh, that's, that's, that, that's, that's a little like, intense. I, no, but, no, <laughs> but I feel like I could do that. Oh, I feel no. I feel it's cold enough because part of it you can't really taste as much. Like, I feel like I could get that down quicker than I could the high coffee. Well, you know, I, I do leave my coffee at work and we'll drink it lukewarm, like, I, all the time. I don't like hot beverages at I, all. I don't, like, I don't like cold beer. I like warm I, beer. What? Oof. I like everything I drink to be ice cold. I'm like my Me great too. grandpa. My great grandpa used to have trunk Miller Light. Oh, not yeah. Miller. Oh. Original Miller. <laughs> trunk, trunk, hot, hot. Yeah, that, yeah that's not warm. That's tailgating. Hot. Tail- that's, that's, hot. Like, that's like where he's like, yes, it's 90. So yeah. you can get that cranked up. He was a little bit Irish. So, but yeah, my yeah. dad went tailgating with him for a brewer game. Totally. He's like, where's um, the beer? Just opens up his trunk. Here you go. I want everything <laughs> I drink to be icy cold, no matter what time of year it is. I don't do. You know, it's actually bad for you. Like in a hot day to drink cold, then your, yeah, body, your body has to fight. Harder, yeah. Your body works harder. So you should drink warm I like water. To, well, I like to punish my body. <laughs> you do. Yeah. yeah. Grow up, dude. Yeah, maybe I'll go to Taco Bell after this. What do you think about that? I think that's cold water and Taco I think that's Bell. A, whoa, whoa. Hey, not my problem. Final final uh summer note to get to is uh burned off some of that Taco Bell today. Sure did. We had our first annual QTR five K run, walk and bike. Oh, I missed that one. Pete did not show up. We only had nope. two participants. <laughs> yeah. I tried. I tried to swing by and grab him. That's all right. Andy, Andy uh, surprised me 
I was uh, out walking, and a guy had just passed me on rollerblades, and then all of a sudden, like, I felt that was me behind me. Yeah, <laughs> he, he had a mustache. Did have... He had a mustache. He was wearing like khakis. Uh-huh. <laughs> he was out rollerblading. Oh, that was me. Yeah, that was me. T- he had a cutoff shirt too. I think with the <laughs> yeah, not the oh, midriff man. style at least, but the had, but the nice muscle he had, shirt. He had just passed me, and then all of a sudden, I, like, I kind of felt someone <laughs> coming up on my side. I got obnoxiously like, close. I was like, is it? Rollerblade man. Yeah, please, don't, please don't be rollerblade. No, I have roller like skates it. and oh. I wear short shorts. Yeah. Oh, and seventy shirts. Shirt. It's a good look. Yeah. So anyway, but that's what we've been up to all summer. That's why we don't have as much time to podcast. Right. Without doing all this kind of stuff. There we go. It was a good bike. Well, you, I mean, you did the. Would you like the punch out reference? Yeah, yeah. I was like little Mac running behind. I was in a, a pink jumpsuit. And Andy was my trainer riding his bike. I just had a follow behind him. So wait, did did you say 5K run rock for rabies? <laughs> did you say that? No. no. Oh, I was just thinking of the office when they ran oh, for rabies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I just went blank right there. We should do if we need. Do we need? We need a cause I'm, for it. I've been out in the sun way too long <laughs> this weekend. <laughs> we do need a cause. We didn't have a. There co- you go. Rabies. Rabies. Rabies is a great cause. That's a great you episode. Gotta get your- you guys gotta get, <laughs> get your bikes tuned up. I'm all yeah. into the biking thing. I don't, have a, I don't have a bike. He carbs up. He's <laughs> <laughs> Alfredo. Oh, oh my God. God. Love that show. All right. <laughs> going off of Netflix. That is news, by the way. Yeah. A lot it's of fun. stuff going on yeah. Netflix. Anyway. Post. Fourth of July, Independence Day. So, happy birthday, America! But we do, we did forget a few things. I remembered after we signed off last time. One, Giannis MVP. That's true. Well, we were gonna talk about it, but we didn't. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> we talked about it ahead of time, and then we never mentioned it all during the actual podcast. So, Giannis, way to go! He actually, uh, he had his little fan celebration thing today in the Deer District. Bunch of people showed up. Spiel. 20,000 fans showed up. We got an SB too, like yeah. NBA player yeah, a of the couple year. Episodes. He got the male athlete of the year too, didn't he? I'm pretty sure. We'll, we'll just say, yeah, sure. Sounds good. No, yeah. he did. Um, he, he got male athlete of the year oh, and fantastic. NBA player of the year. Way to go. But then we also got coach of the year. Mm-hmm. Official coach of the year, not SB. Well, yeah. So right. I was just the, going back the one to, that matters. I was going back to the awards that we, we missed okay. on. Yeah. You're right. 100% right. He won the NBA Coach of the Year official award, and then we also got a GM of the Year. Yeah, it really uh, makes you remember how amazing how d- of a season last year really was, and how disappointing. Oh come on, meeting was. <laughs> I know, uh, I know. It leaves a bad taste in your mouth, but I think I mentioned it going into like into the playoffs. It's like these these lightning in the bottle teams like this don't happen very often. Look at the Brewers. Very much so. Not the same team as last year. You just never know. I think we'll get into that a little bit, whether there should be buyers or sellers as we get closer to the trade deadline. But let's talk about this revamped Bucks team. Now that free agency's kind of ran its course, and I feel like our team's pretty much solidified, at least for the most part. Wait, one more thing. Did, we, did you guys mention ESPYs did happen? We had Christian Yelich, too, NBA, That's true. our MLB player of the year. So, best good MLB player. And there was, I thought there was one more. That's it. Okay. 
Back to the actual show. All right. <laughs> da, 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 da. Did you guys say that? No, no we didn't. No. Oh, man. I just like making the noise. Okay. <laughs> Bucks, though, how do you guys feel about their roster compared to last year? I was really surprised at how in the minority I was with not being worried about Brogdon being gone. The more I've thought about it, I I kind of agree. I know he was 50-40-90 best shooter on the team, but of our starting lineup last year, who do you think's the most replaceable? Brogdon. It's got to be Brogdon, right? Easily. I feel so. I mean, Middleton just has a much higher ceiling for scoring. I think it was I was a little nervous initially just cuz I, I liked the ability, the flexibility of he could even run with the second team if needed be. But I think you guys actually did a good job ex- like talking me off the ledge a little bit, even though it wasn't on that big of a ledge, but how the game more translated to Middleton's game than it did to Bledsoe's game, which and then the resigning to of George Hill for like that three-year deal with the team option third year, I think. Yeah. I mean, you can't forget how the Bucks had a pretty tough stretch, I remember, uh, at the end of that season, and Brogdon wasn't there yeah. with, with the team, so he was had that injury, and he also was injured the year before. He only played in 48 games. He played yeah. in 64 this year. That is one of the concerns with him, is that is, is durability a problem? Right, right. But, but I, I mean, he's a really good player, no oh doubt, yeah, and, but I, I think he is very replaceable. I think they got a yeah. good Matthews, I think, will, will serve well for shooting-wise in that second yeah, unit yeah. along with so, Hill. So. so jumping into kind of the veteran signing. So we go back and we, we re-sign Hill and we bring in like the Wesley Matthews. I think this team got older, which is kind of interesting, but it I think did. it's needed. I think some having some of that veteran leadership, like having a Hill back, having a Matthews, is going to be extremely beneficial for the likes of like Sterling Brown and DiVincenzo, like that group. Even Robin Lopez coming in, he's a veteran player. That they do have I like this, that I like that signing a lot. They do have Me this too, yeah. group, yeah. I mean and how he great. He averaged like fourteen points at the end of the year though. He yeah. Let, yeah. yeah. He was doing really down good. the stretch. Like he's been a very good I know there was a lot of teams that were hoping to nab him to be their starting center teams right. who had kind of missed out on other guys in free agency. So to have him as a backup center that's I mean, a luxury I, yeah i could easily see lineups where both of those guys are in the lineup too like yeah. just think of those them two and Giannis for like just a bigs yeah That'd it's like insane it's, it's like watch out philly like we're the team of brotherly love <laughs> not with Thanos. yeah oh. that's true we got two antetokounmpo's and two lopez brothers i love it wow i can't yeah. wait for the we have to be talking about dysfunction <laughs> like by mid-season the lopez brothers i mean it's gonna be entertaining yes yeah, that clip of where they're talking about why they couldn't live together in New York when um, Brooke was in Brooklyn, Brooklyn and uh, Robin was on the Knicks because their cats don't get along. That's like almost something out of like a, a sitcom or like sure. a movie. Like that doesn't seem like real life. These it, big seven foot ogre guys right. have cats and their cats it, don't get along. It's just like Oscar and Felix. <laughs> Yeah, it's just it's so totally awesome. the odd couple because you have like the dirty unkept guy <laughs> and then like the clean cut guy who gets man you know pedicures with with Katie George and stuff. Yeah. So, oh, oh, goodbye Katie. <laughs> but it's going to be a it's a fun team and yeah, there's there's this group of like veteran role players now when you look at George Hill, Wesley Matthews, Brooke Lope, uh, Robin Lopez, uh Brooke starting Ursan, like it's a yeah, nice so I think- it's a nice group of guys with a lot of NBA experience. 
I think you see that as probably one of the causes, or at least, at least the belief of one of the causes of what happened later down the stretch. You have a, a bunch of younger group. Like, they just didn't know what to do. Like, they put a defense where, like, they shut down Giannis from four, and they just didn't know what to do. And now, hopefully, you have some veteran leadership that grooms some of the younger players. Hope DJ Wilson, like, take, maybe takes another step. Giannis, dear God, if he takes another step. Well, yeah. Giannis says he's 60% of his potential. Yeah. So, I don't know what that measure is. He hasn't even reached his final, Give me that final form yet. Yeah. He's got a still. He's, he's still multi. He still needs, his bro- needs his brother there to push him. He still he's turns not. into Charizard at the end. <laughs> <laughs> What's the final? Is that the final one? What's it? Xenomorph? What's the best one? I don't know. Uh, or he's a pre- he's like a predator. He keeps going to different planets and oh, learning things. So he's getting yeah alien yeah, technology. So is he gonna go to planet shooting? And he's gonna he's figure, gonna figure out. that out. Planet Pat. Planet well, Pat's on the team too. What, what's funny <laughs> is he did ask the crowd today. Uh, what he should work on, and someone yelled out free throws. Someone yelled <laughs> no, out yeah. three-point shooting, and then someone just yelled out, we love you. <laughs> so, hey, perfect. That's the good trifecta. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't Welcome know you were there, walking. Mike. <laughs> I read the article. Oh, that was okay. it. All right. Did you do different voices when you threw out both those suggestions? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was the, I love you, Giannis. That would be my no, line. We were, we were too busy doing the QTR 5K. Oh, yeah, yeah that's right. For rabies. <laughs> <laughs> and orange vanilla coke but yeah those veterans and then you still have DiVincenzo, Sterling Brown, DJ Wilson as the young guys I yeah, still I like the roster that. good with that I mean Connaughton I still Connaughton if, he's, if you can still if Connaughton's the same as last year maybe just a little bit tiny bit better adds a little bit to his game but it's gonna be fun to watch they still have some some spots to fill I think on the roster though I think they're a little short right now I I would think they fill it in with some veterans still. I think there's still another guy that they'll pick up for minimum wise. I th- I think they're a little short from what I looked at, but I could be wrong. Um, even with adding another Antetokounmpo brother, oh, maybe, is Corver yeah. is Corver signed still? I think that was the one oh. that's been rumored. Really, if Kyle Corver came, I don't think Corver's signed yet. It'd be if Corver if somehow they figure out a way to get Corver on the Bucks. Good night now. Good night East. I believe he was debating between the Bucks, Lakers, and Clippers because obviously he's like 38. He's just going to go to the team with yeah, Corvus. So, he's still there. So. so, so take my my thoughts with a grain of salt because I thought Miritich was going to be the thing to put us over the edge, and that, <laughs> that clearly yeah. didn't happen. Well, that's okay. But Miritich was great in some regular season games, and then just disappeared in the playoffs. I don't know if he just never got healthy after like the the nagging injuries he had coming in because yeah. that was kind of his Thumb thing. Injury, like, whatever. Yeah, but I mean that's the way you got to look at the and ankle. the changes were the big subtractions or Miritich and Brogdon, and then the see, if, if, if a Kyle Korver like him, good good night that'd be nice. You got to figure with shooting. I mean we're gonna talk about this a little bit too probably, but with Kawhi moving out of the East, you have KD probably another year out or uh, making a difference in Brooklyn. I mean I think it's got to be Philadelphia in the Bucks, right? Philly yeah. Pacers are gonna be there. I I feel. I still feel like they can't keep up with this team, but well, I do have. There's not a lot of great updated odds for they're kind of the conferences, yeah, which is a little off. But no, just to Corver quick, you can't forget that um, him and Bud, coach, oh, yeah, coach that, Bud coached him. So with yeah, the, with that sixty with that wins, six, yeah, Hawks team. So maybe he comes with a little discount there. But anyway, but yeah. It, Odds wise, it's it's kind of off because I found one that the Bucks were actually two, I believe, to win, actually the finals, 
which I think it makes sense to give Philly and Milwaukee good odds just because yeah. the East is so much weaker than the West. The West is, the playoffs are an absolute bloodbath. Yeah. Well, like, you, it's going to be insane. The you playoffs. take out Oklahoma now, but. But. <laughs> but. There's a big but there. There's a lot of duos. A lot of duels in the West that could be uh, cause a lot of problems for the each other, really. Yeah, you had uh, you'd been mentioning that before that that's especially out West. So that's like the new thing. It's not teams looking for big threes. It's like everybody's got a partner. Well, they were all looking for big threes. I they think they were. It's yeah, just nobody there, wanted. There to wasn't make a big enough. Three. There was a, There was there were so many teams. I think we talked about this going into it. There were so many teams with availability and cap space, but not enough guys to fill it. Yeah. So there was no way that a team was going to get three. Plus, I just, I don't know, the way that the player's changing now. Like, they want to be the guy. Yeah, because you have, like, you have Kawhi and George. You have LeBron and AD. Now you got Westbrook and Harden reunited in Houston. But then it's interesting. There's teams like... Oh, I'm going to miss I'm gonna miss those State Farm commercials. <laughs> yeah. Are, those are they going to, like, superimpose? Are they just going to pull all those off the They have now? to. Yeah. That was, like, I think a statement by State Farm the moment he got traded, like, the... They're going to pull that advertisement. Westbrook has to start being in them. They'll just put Westbrook's head on uh, Chris Paul's body. (laughs) But then you also have teams like Utah's more balanced. Yeah. Uh, Portland, are they a big two? They added Whiteside, Lillard, and McCollum. Nurkic. Yeah, they could be coming back. What was his injury? I don't remember. Um, I don't think it was too serious, right? Um, shattered leg bone. Was it? <gasps> yeah. Oh yeah. Like compound fracture. Like, oh yeah. That was good night bad. now. That's right. Good okay. thing he was wearing high socks. <laughs> That's right. That's <laughs> why they got white side. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Denver's another one where it's it's a little more balanced because who really is their second best player after Jokic? I guess it's Jamal Murray. They also have Harris, Millsap. But Dal- Dallas has. I was gonna a big say two. even Dallas like with another another year under their belt. They have a big two. I think what what's really scary about the West is is when you had like the ACL injury from that day until the the whatever Leonard Leonard signing. Mm-hmm. It was insane. So I think Leonard going to the Clippers is just is is really crazy for one, but. Him bringing over George was even bigger because you think of all that defense they have right there, and then you add Beverly, yeah, and Lou William. Like that is going to be they, a defensive team, they, for one, and they yeah. can score. They still—that's like, pretty scary. They—they they should be the favorites easily. They are the favorites right now, odds wise. I have it now. They're the favorites to win Ooh. the title, the Clippers. Oh, because yeah, Patrick. They still have. Montrez very underrated. Like a coach. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, Harold too. Montrez, Montrez, Harold, and Lou oh, Williams God. are fantastic bench players. Lose like a six man of the year like for like every year. year. And Harold, like, what? What is he? Forty five. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> He's uh Uncle Drew. It yeah. doesn't matter. Yeah. But yeah, they have the the Clippers are the favorite to win the title. So obviously the West, and then Lakers are two. Rockets three, and they have Doc Rivers. I mean, they have a they have a good veteran coach. The coach and, has and won a, a title and a, and before. A players coach and so what, the what side is that team. off of though? This is off of my bookie. That's for the West. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. That's fine. In the East, it's uh, it's gonna be a it, bloodbath for the West though. It's gonna be wa- yeah. fun to sit back in the East and just watch. I mean, the the Bucks could probably have three legitimate industry injuries, and they'd still be a top eight team. Well, I have. Oh yeah. yeah. I have a, a question to ask you guys. I. It's a little unfair that I had time to think about this, but 
just off the top of your head right now, if you had to guess, what seed do you think the Warriors will be going into the next year's playoffs? Six. Uh, I'd say three. You think three? I think they reloaded fine. That's... I don't know. The way that the West got pumped up. I mean... So you have Clippers, Lakers, Rockets, Portland. Oh, yeah. The Rockets got somebody. I don't think that was a good move, though. No? Personally, I don't really like that move. You have two Hongos on the same team. Who's going to, like... Didn't they have that with Chris Paul? But I felt like Paul fit fit a little bit better than Westbrook. I don't think they get along. I'm like... They're the the best... Westbrook and Harden are going to get along? I don't don't see that They were the best record in the league two years ago. I know, yeah. They're friends in OKC. But aren't they trying to unload Capella? That, That was the rumor, but at this point, wouldn't you just keep Capella? Well, yeah. You can have. I would keep Capella. You can have Capella's that he's really good. I love. You can Capella. have your crunch time five be Harden, Westbrook, Eric Gordon, PJ Tucker, and Clint Capella. Oh, that's about okay. As, all right. That's about as I, good. I, uh, all right. Well, you're getting the West. Well, Denver, Portland, Utah, Dallas. Dallas could be. The reason I bring it up is I was just thinking how as but, much as the Golden States dominated the league for five years, I don't know. They might be like a seven seed. I guess. I don't, know, I don't I just think, well, you, you got still, D'Angelo you, Russell. You still have Curry. Okay. And Clay. Clay's going to come back for a playoff rush. Possibly. He says he's coming back in seven months. All-Star break? After, right after All-Star break. He's saying he's coming back. You got Steph. So you, you got Steph. They D'Angelo got Russell. Willie Cauley-Stein. Yep. And, I mean, no, I guess they lost Iguodala. They have the, they might have the worst. They did lose... They lost uh, Livingston too, right? Yeah, oh, he's gone. Okay, and they, they, maybe they, not. They, yeah, they seven, boogie seven too, right? Boogie's gone. Boogie's gone. Yeah, KD's gone. They, like uh, every right. Quinn Cook's okay. gone. Okay, seven. That's what. Yeah, I forget about all those role players that left. That's what. That's why I brought it up. I just looked at their roster, and it's their starting lineup. You would think it's still Golden State. They're still gonna be good. They got. They got Steph. They Is got Daniel Russell. They got I, Draymond. I do like the Russell move. It got that team younger. Yeah. And then they have Looney they brought back, who I think is a, He's good. a good deal for $5 million a year. But then, like, Afonso McKinney is their starting small forward. And they got Collie Stein as their sixth man. They don't have anyone else. That's true. They have Jacob Evans, Alex Burks, and Glenn Robinson the third as the rest of their bench player. Glenn Robinson the third. He's kind of the wild card. Glenn Robinson? He, he had, had a pretty like, tough year last year. He had year. like four points a game. Yeah, he had for a tough a year last team. year. With the Pacers, he wasn't bad, and then he kind of just fell off the earth after he got traded, I believe, right? You know, we might be able to beat the Warriors' second unit, the three of us. <laughs> no, I'm, not, I'm not putting money no. on that. <laughs> uh, I just think it's okay. interesting, though, how no. as much That's as the true. Warriors were dominating the league, they're a very, like, they have a very weird roster now. And now Clay coming back changes everything, but it's just interesting to see that they could be, like, Buried but they're the very West. guard heavy. Yeah, scoring wise, they're they're like a well, would OKC. Be, I mean, what would they could be like if if Giannis decided to go and we got a pretty good point guard back. You did say have us drop. We have we have so much more depth than them though, and just in terms of quality NBA players. True, guys like Ursan, and they don't even have any of those guys. They're counting on like guys who have never played before. Well, that's the problem is they gave Max to Thompson. Like, you yeah, gave Max to... I think they had what to. Injured, they had to. But, but what injured player were you going to give Max to? Durant possibly was maybe yeah. going to come back. Yeah, but Durant was But he wasn't. Durant was done. Yeah. In that, in that era. 
Yeah, I get it. I'm just saying that's so you have to give max to somebody. Now you're stuck with that max contract yeah. on an injured player for how many months? Who knows if he's going to come he's back? A good, he's a good two way though. But I think I think they did make a better decision because the whole Durant thing. Achilles injuries don't go well in the NBA. They you usually fall off the planet of the earth after a couple of years. So it'll be interesting to see if yeah. if that deal is yeah. even worth it for the. They saw Boogie Cousins. How good was Boogie Cousins last year? Coming off that, yeah, no, it, it it there's history behind those Achilles injuries. Hey, so. the the Lakers, they're putting the uh, old uh, New Orleans roster together. They got yeah. Davis, they got mm-hmm. Boogie, they got Rondo. It's like they're running back the 2017 <laughs> Pelicans. Hey, why not? But with LeBron, yeah, uh, I think they're going to be what this is. The season's wide open. It's going to be fun to watch. Where even you know the the mighty might have fallen a bit. And OKC. Oh. What are they, what are they, like, over the course of since draft night to now, what are they, like seven first-round picks now? <laughs> they have, I, I would not be surprised if tomorrow we heard that, that they left OKC for Seattle. So they just, <laughs> they just, just totaled they Cleveland moved it, moved to Baltimore. They move right back, they though. Back. But seriously, eight, what? I guess some is teams it seven, do that. Is it seven or is it eight first-round picks? We'll say seven. We'll say seven. Okay, so it's eight and then plus two, two potential like swaps. What are you gonna do with? I mean, it's gonna be could be great for like the franchise to try to like. Well, plus, what if uh, what if they were able to trade Chris Paul to like Miami? <laughs> even more draft, even picks? more draft picks. They're just gonna have a team of. They're gonna be like the college all stars in a couple of years, where it's just every player you've heard of in college yeah. that'll be their roster. So, one more question before we wrap up the NBA talk: Do you like this? That we're talking NBA in no. the summer. Well. I mean, I love that. Because it's been insane. I love that. It's a crazy, craziness. Thank you for content later, this late in the year. But anyway. Yeah. No, I'm talking about the, the snow globe-like approach to the NBA, where like every year or two, you're basically just shaking it up and see where all the pieces fall. It feels like the NFL, I guess. <sighs> players, have, players have way too much control, maybe. But yeah, this the, is the thing the... with the NFL, like the NFL, you need so many more players. So like this isn't, like they're one of 53, like, as much as we... I think it's crazy with some of the signings. I don't feel like it has quite the same impact as like NBA because there's five. Yeah, you're right. It's like if you can get that duo together, like LeBron and Anthony Davis, oh, you're one of the best teams in the league. And he doesn't just figure out the rest. Yeah. It's the player empowerment movement. I'm kind of torn on this. I don't like how often guys are switching teams, but I do like that the NBA is so wide open because we haven't seen this in a while. It's just been, oh yeah, it's dominated. It's been the the Warriors, the Heat, the Cavs. Those are the teams that just are always dominant because they put together these big threes. I do like that. Like this next season, I have no idea who's going to win the title. The year after, I have no idea. Like going forward, I have no idea what this league's going to look like. Who's going to be good, bad? It's it's so hard to really predict. Like the West could have like eight or nine really good teams well yeah like i said 25 days clay from clay thompson tearing his acl you had leonard one of course leonard and the the raptors Mm -hmm. won the nba championship anthony davis goes to the lakers zion's drafted and then pretty much new orleans just kind of got revamped too um Giannis won the uh, mvp durant and Kyrie. Went to Brooklyn. You had the Jazz add Conley and Bojan. Bogan. What do you say? How do you say it? Bogdanovich. Bogdanovich. That's a pretty good signing. You can't forget about the Jazz. Yeah. Like you said, they're pretty. They're pretty. 
you know, level. So you got to like also with New Orleans, it did, and then drafting Zan and some of the veteran players they put around him. Like they, I, I think that team could make like get fifty wins potentially. They're going to be like one of the most exciting teams now coming up. Yeah, but, but you can't forget the Sixers. Still, they reloaded. They have Horford now. Sixers are going to be a good team in the East. Horford, they still put a lot of money. They paid a lot of money for their guard play. Spent spend a lot of money on Tobias Harris. And I don't think they have a lot of other role players. I mean, Harford mm-hmm. they added, which I think is okay. But you still have a very questionable Embiid. Yeah, he likes eating fast food too much. Yeah, I guess. I mean, they added, so they have Harris, Harford. They get Richardson in the Butler trade. They got Scott to re-sign. They landed O'Quinn. Ennis returned to, returned to Philly. Philly. And Needle. Is that fi- was it was that Fiddy? Like Fiddy Cent? Fiddy, yeah. And they got uh Needle. Needle too. So uh they kinda they kinda added some some okay guys. Yeah, a little bit. I still think the Bucks year. are better bench wise than that. Plus, like we brought it up before. Giannis really played just dominated the Sixers last year. They had so much trouble guarding him that Yeah, I mean that both made well. him beat look foolish. They yeah. still have Simmons? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he, he did nothing last year. He just year. signed a mega extension too. Really? Yeah. yeah. Like he's a player like doesn't he doesn't even know his own body. Like he doesn't know what to do. Like he's like sort of like Giannis, but not as good talent wise, and smaller. Can't shoot. I I think he's still at a point where he's never made a three pointer mm-hmm. in NBA. So no, he hasn't. He's that, a shooting guard too. He's a point, point small. Guard. He point guard. Oh, he's yeah. a six he's tall, tall point guard. But it, that's the thing is they lost JJ Redick and they haven't replaced JJ Redick. Yeah. So yeah, welcome to the Bucks last year. Yeah, it's like no shooter. Well, they figured it out. No, I, I Brooke Lopez. <laughs> right. Yeah, this is a. It's a weird time. Do you? You brought up the question of do you like everyone switch? Do you yeah. like the modern NBA? This this era of. I mean, I don't. I have I have a lot of sense of nostalgia. So I mean, I like the. There's been a lot brought up about. The last time there was this much parody, the idea where you didn't know who was going to be brought up was like the late 70s. It was like when the yeah. Bucks won a championship. I forgot who else was, but that, that run in the 70s and there was in the NBA was on the brink of faltering. So is the NBA stronger now because there's like a bunch of random teams and nobody can figure out who's going to win? Or do they like better to see like the dynasty teams of like the Celtics, Knicks, I believe, Lakers? I believe the ratings always say they like the dynasty right. teams. So part of that is like, what do you do with that? But the second, I mean, I want the Bucks to do well. Like, I want the Bucks mm-hmm. to have an opportunity and do well, and this seems to be a good opportunity. I like the idea where players are coming in on Bucks player, like like Bucks friendly deals to come play in Milwaukee because they think it's a good chance to like win a championship. But it's like crazy; it never happened in my lifetime. But I also don't like the idea where like I don't know from one year to the next like, who's on what team. Yeah. As much as we do the podcast, and I've done more research now about like the NBA, it's like still. It's going to take a while to figure out, like, what team is he on again? Well, yeah, you go to jersey sales and you look at D-Wade. D-Wade's jersey trades <laughs> is totally out, outdated right now. Because, but that's the thing. is like, nobody's, who's in a, I mean, they're going to buy jerseys, but it's going to be very, it's very tough for me to buy jerseys. Yeah, it just, it just makes it hard because you don't know which player's going to, like, be around long enough to right. make it worthwhile. Yeah, I mean, we know that Giannis is most likely, for us-wise, we're probably good, but. But when you follow like a well, Durant but it's gotta and everybody be a gen- like that. Right. It's got to be a generational thing because I talk to like my coworkers now, like the younger ones that talk about the NBA, they're like, they love it. It's like, I, mm-hmm. I loved seeing 
random teams figure it out and like figure out where people are going to go in one second the next and then different players are now playing together that like arch on them like that whole idea of like aau basketball where everybody knows everybody and everybody's a, a friend i'm like more nostalgia it's like more i guess it's probably situational and generational when we were growing up we saw the likes of like the like the Bulls dynasty. Like you knew Jordan yeah. was going to be there, and that's where he was going to be until late in his career, where he finally decided to go out well, and play with somebody else. Or even like the lesser teams, you knew like Patrick Ewing is a Nick, Reggie Miller's a Pacer. Like mm. that stuff didn't really change. Right. Carl Malone's a, a ja- on the Jazz. Like yeah. a lot of late. those guys stayed for a long time until they sold out. To they like, I finally want to get a championship, and I'm going to see you later, Stockton. Yeah, but that was like the last two years right. of their career, and it didn't work. It wasn't in the prime. But like looking at. So looking at the all-NBA teams from this past season, Paul George was first-team NBA, switch teams. Second-team all-NBA, Durant, Kyrie Irving, Kawhi Leonard. Well, well, third, we, third. well we, we saw this year that was going to be the first time that either way, like once a champion was declared or won, there was going to be a large like headline-named yeah. player leaving. It happened with Toronto. Toronto won, Kawhi left. If, it, if Golden State would have won, like KD was gone. Like That was pre- predetermined almost before the series was over and then Russell, we've never seen it before russell westbrook and kemba walker were third team so that's six of the top 15 from last year switched teams like that's all, pretty all all-stars and i don't think we want to talk about crazy it that but but do you think for, if for real like if we let Giannis go into a contract year like if, and we won the championship you don't think he'd be out of, out of there too like I, I just find it very hard to believe that he wouldn't like i think yeah. his luck and go yeah i think he's he's very motivated to win right now, win a title, it, it could be the uh, Kawhi Leonard situation where it could become very easy to leave if you win the title. Like I delivered the title to maybe, Milwaukee. Yeah, yeah maybe I want to you know move on. But I just feel like, like you said, the AAU, all that kind of stuff, buddy buddy stuff. He doesn't have that. That's true. No, that's but good, I mean, that the more all stars he goes to, the more captains, the more friends he makes. But, I mean, that yeah. stuff happens. He wants to be like a Dirk Nowinski. He wants to. He he has voiced that, and I think yeah. other players have said that, quote unquote. I but he, I think he really says it more and more. I think he referenced like Duncan, Kobe, yeah. Dirk, that like, they all stayed with the same team. He really wants to wants to do that, and yeah. he's always said he loves it Milwaukee, might, I mean, and that, that's PC, whatever. But I feel like it. It's just different because he's from overseas, and what what we did yeah, for so him no, to get but, his family here. But I think, I think I, it makes a huge difference. I agree with you, and I think that that's probably true. I'm saying if we let him go to a contract year, and we get to the end of the season, that's a mistake. It's not going to happen. It, it, there's a, no way. I'm not saying there is a way. I'm, I'm just like, like there's that much urgency. Like I can't. I don't think you can get him. Like, let him go to like a player option year because then you're, yeah. you're 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 risking a lot. No, yeah, you are, and it, and it makes. The, the decision to make a little bit more team-friendly deal that we had last time with him a little bit risky. Like the idea that you, you gave him a little bit more, you gave him less money for less years. Well, the only way they're signing him now, he's getting the super he's getting, max yeah. where he's getting you averaging like 40, but I think it, 45 I think it showed a lot in that Middleton didn't get a max at all. Like granted, it's not that much less, but he didn't get a max. Yeah, And they signed Still his like best friend pretty much. I think it's a great move. Is so, his brother? Assigned his brother. Yeah, that's. A great I mean, they're doing too. every kind of yeah. move. Possible. I can't wait for. I can't wait for the news ultimatum. One of us has to go. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> Sorry, Thanos. Yeah. Isn't it Thanasis? Is it Thanasis? Thanasis? Yeah, that sounds right. I can't remember it's which too one. Many S's. Which one was the bad guy in Avengers? Thanos. Oh, okay. Thanos. Yeah, it's, that's not him. No, no, he doesn't have a huge he's fist a, with. He's as tall as Thanos, though. <laughs> he's as big as him. Yeah, he's a big boy. Thanasis or Thanasis? I don't know. He'll call us in and correct us. Brother. Older brother. 
any brewer stock we want to jump into? And I talk think we about? should jump well, into a little bit of brewers. Huh? I guess just the main question is: Should the brewers be buyers? That's the yes, the toughest yeah. question in the room, huh? Yes, based off how they're playing. Yes, Andy's gonna say yes. I'm 100 percent yes. Like anytime you're remotely able to make a run, you have. Like I think of anything. If last year didn't prove anything, it probably it proved the fact that if you have a chance to get to the dance, you make that you take that chance. Yeah, especially. The brewers, smaller market, you have to take advantage of the window. Because ask the Royals how it feels right now. <laughs> yeah. That's true, yeah. The the part that's so disappointing is uh, the brewers went 500 in June. They went 13 and 13. And now July, they're 3 and 7. So the brewers have on the stretch of their run differential was that of a 500 team all year. And now they're playing like a 500 team or worse. and. I don't know how to fix it, though. That's the problem. I think their pitching is just so bad that how much above 500 can they be? I guess that's where you look at making a move or two, but I don't really know what the what the answer is, unfortunately. Yeah, because it's interesting because they're in that, that no-man zone, I think, where they're at like a negative 24 right now. Yeah. But there's no other teams really at negative 24. You have negative 42 in the 80s negative-wise. So those, obviously, they're selling. So And those are the ones that are under 500. But the Brewers are kind of in this weird spot. So it is an interesting question that you, they, I I think, like Andy said, you you kind of, with, with your the guys you have on the offense, I think you have to try to do something. But what do they have to trade, I guess? on the squad right now to get that big time pitcher. I don't know. I I just don't know what they're gonna give up. They're not, you're not gonna give up a Keston Hero. It's not worth that. Nobody's gonna I, take Shaw off your hands. Yeah. I, I just don't know what they're gonna give up. Maybe Arcia can find a place. Maybe that's where you go. You you bring Dubon back up. I just don't I don't know. I don't know what anybody would want. Cause you don't have that secondary trade section now. It's it's the trade deadline is a trade deadline now. You you're done in august that there's no august trade deadline anymore right so you kind of have to make a decision within this next week or so i would say because and that's the thing is what's going to happen in the next couple weeks are the brewers going to be further and further away from the cubs and or one of those wild card spots because right now they're kind of in the mix of things with the rockies you know the nationals phillies they're kind of right there mm-hmm. so they're not really out of it for that wild card you can't yeah. forget it maybe they're out of it for the for the division let's just say that well possibly they're not though they're, but they're not that's the thing is it, that's what's crazy about it the the cubs have a they're we talked really about going to so. be the black and blue division it's funny we just didn't think it was going to be right it, they're what? beating up each other for sure i mean the it's brewers low. are only for as bad as they played they were staying pretty even with the cubs and now they're two and a half back right but but still, it's the, only two and a half. The Brewers have benefited from the Phillies fell off. The Cubs haven't been that great. They played a little better lately. St. Louis hasn't been good. Colorado's been worse than last year. The NL is there for the, the taking. NFL, yeah, it's just the NL's really bad. Yeah, it is. There's just <laughs> a lot of bad teams right. or a lot of average teams. But yeah, I don't know who the Brewers trade. I heard the Giants. They did ask about Hira when. Just talking, uh, Bumgarner, right. and I absolutely think, not. I think there's no way. Especially yeah. for him, Bumgarner's in a contract year. Bumgarner you, doesn't want to come to Milwaukee to y- begin with. You'd be renting him for half a season. There's no way you give up. And you're not going to get the the 
CC is a Sabathia version of a pitcher. No. Right. And Thor's going to be the bare minimum and he's going to get out of here. Thor's name's been thrown around a lot. Yeah. Syndergaard. Yeah. But I don't know if that's really a, an answer for their problems right now because he's been pretty bad lately. Yeah. And do the Brewers need bullpen help more than starting Possibly, pitching now? Yeah. I'm. Today was like, the. Like uh, Corbin's got to go. Like, the, the dynamic duo of uh, Corbin Burns and. Matt Albers allowed six runs in like an inning combined today. But Albers hasn't been terrible though. I, Jeffers has been more of a problem too. Lately, Albers ERA is like is it ballooning now? It's <laughs> it's getting up there. It, okay. It'll be up to five any All day right. now. All right. What's Corbin Burns like? Is it double digits? Oh, it's, it's gotta be close. It's, it's Burns close. is up and down all year though. He's it's always around like nine. Well, that's like <laughs> interesting because I watched like the post game from today and and Council talked about it where. It's a hard one. It's a head scratcher, even from us as fans, but even he's like from a coaching staff too, because you talk about Corbin Burns, like his velocity's up, his strikeout measures up, but he's all over the map and has zero control and gets shelled. Yeah, his ERA is nine on the dot, and uh, Matt Albers is four eight five. Yeah, and they uh they pitched one inning combined today and gave up six earned runs. They lost the game. Yeah, pretty a, much. It was a close game before that. Yelich had a home run to tie it, and. I don't know. One of the problems is, this is seems like it's the Brewers all the time, is we don't have pitching prospects, really. Zach Brown is our best pitching prospect. He's the only pitcher, really, probably in our top like eight or nine players, and he has an ERA of six this year in AAA. Yeah. He had a great ERA two years before that in AA. He went up to AAA, and suddenly he walks every other batter. Can't faces, figure it out, yeah. So I don't know. Would they move like Corey Ray for pitching? Corey Ray for like a bullpen arm? He isn't. I'm surprised he hasn't come up at all. Yeah, that's why. Like, do you just move him at this point? They don't I, seem yeah, to I imagine. Yeah, like, Gamble's been a Gamble's been a surprise. Like, yeah, Gamble's been pretty solid. I think you almost have to because I mean your outfield's pretty much set for at least the next what three years. Yeah, would you would say so? Yeah, and they've moved outfielders in the past. Guys right. like Brett Phillips. Yeah, and, and they fall off the flat of the earth. And, uh, yeah, the the guy whose name is escaping me, we sent to the Marlins. Brinson. <laughs> Lewis Brinson. The Lewis Brinson. Remember yeah. that guy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. He's almost as good Wasn't as Wasn't Matt Laporta outfielder too? No, he was <laughs> third base. But But no, yeah, they they breed But then those. they traded Domingo Santana and he's actually doing well. But But yeah, I as far as buying, I think they they have to be buyers. I think you have to find at least one pitcher and see what happens. Because next year you're going to have pretty much the same team. You're pretty much locked up with a lot of your your star players. So hopefully they can find somebody that can actually get them six innings and then maybe another bullpen guy. They kind of had a couple guys last year that they got late that helped them out. But um, I just don't know. I don't know. It's going to be tough because of just the one trade deadline. I think it's tough for these teams now. What do they do? Do you go all out, or did you just get a little bit, a couple pieces? Because you usually had that window where it was like, okay, now we can really go for it. Now you just made all those deadline moves before September, but I don't know. I I think they do have to go for it because, like you said, you, you this team does they're not going to have many windows like this where you have this these quality of players and you have Yelich who, let's admit, if playoffs or not. He's in the running for MVP again. Yeah. It's him him versus Bellinger, I would say, um, yeah. in my eyes right now. Oh, yeah. But, I think it, it pretty much has to be. Yeah, they pretty much have the same batting average. Yelich, they have the same amount of home runs. It's just they're neck and neck everywhere. 
wins above a replacement is like really close for them too. Well, a real crazy stat is that Yelich's wins above replacement is like five right now. The whole rest of the Brewers roster combined is like negative four point something. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, we're a five hundred team. Basically, Yelich is keeping us the Milwaukee Milwaukee Yelich's. Yeah. How you think? Which I can't even say that. Crazy to think. I mean, thirty-one home runs will do it, but he's been a he's been a huge thing for us this year for sure. But yeah, um, without him, we're probably <laughs> near that near the bottom of the central easily. Yeah. And he went two for four again today, so, you know. Another home run. Just freaking raking. And maybe he'll just never cool off and just hit 50 home maybe runs. Maybe this is and, him. Maybe yeah. he's maybe he's the prime of his career. Yeah. This is part of that kind of, that absolutely sucks about the Major League Baseball not having, like, a salary something. Yeah. It's just, you're always going to have teams that are just going to be, like, pitching. Oh, yeah, we need pitching. Just write a check for it. Whatever. And, like, the Red Sox just grabbed Andrew Kashner from the Orioles. And, you know, for the Red Sox, salary is not a concern at all. He was actually someone I was keeping an eye on. Potentially the Brewers could be interested. But then there's the idea, I think he makes $10 million next year. Is do the Brewers want to take on $10 million more of a starting pitcher? I know they're going to have a couple contracts come off the book. But something we have to worry about where, yeah, the Yankees and Red Sox make trades without salary being as much of an issue right we always have to think you know can they take on too much more money i mean there's still a couple weeks there's a lot of questions still there's still a lot of baseball to be played for before that deadline so i think a lot can happen between now and then but as of now i would say they buy that'd be my answer my next two weeks are really important yeah I would I would hope, I guess my wish right now is that if they could find kind of any more Swarzak kind of guys of the world, if they could get like two guys like that and just maybe just even figure out the maybe seventh even, inning. Maybe even throw Six, seventh inning, right? Zach Brown out there, why not? Just try anything to yeah. fix the bullpen. But I think they're they're throwing Burns out there as just bait, just to try to see if he can catch lightning in a bottle and just get rid of him. Don't you feel? Maybe I I don't know what you do. I don't know at this what else point. you can do. Yeah. The, the thing of it is, like he showed so much last year, like so much, like he yeah. had pinpoint accuracy, like that slider was deadly, good velocity, and you hear like stories come out of it. He had a little bit of question marks, but the fact that if you took, like, if you get it, if you if you took the side of it and you just said, hey, I'll give you a pitcher that last year was like a three whatever ERA guy, came in lockdown games for you, and we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna increase his velocity by almost like two miles an hour. Better strikeout ratio, but his ERA jumped to nine. <laughs> yeah. Well, they tried to make him a starter, though. Maybe that was the big issue. Like, I just think his head's not right. You Like, you need to go back down. Like, mechanic issue. Like, you can't you can't go completely cold turkey from a guy who's that to this without having some mechanics mind problem that he, needs to go get figured out. And yeah, that can't happen in the major league. Like, he's got to yeah, go back down. It's almost down. like they have to Well, hit. I mean, he's gone up and down. He can't like he figure it out. He's, almost, he's just yeah, not. I think, he's not like, I think he's done. I, I don't think, think he can. Hit he needs reset. to go away from Milwaukee and do exactly what a lot of players do. Like, look at what the shortstop. What's his name? Ozzie Smith. Yeah, Ozzie Smith. Look at he went away from the Brewers. <laughs> uh, Gene Segura. Yeah, Gene Segura. He wasn't. He was a middling kind of player. He was supposed to be really good, but he had that thing that happened with his kid. And he needed to get out of Milwaukee. And look at him now. He's dominating. Right. 
He led the NL a very good player a couple of years ago with the yeah. Diamondbacks. So anyway, I don't know. Yeah, I just think it's a change of scenery for him. I think he's it's just that situation. And plus, it's relief pitching. Relief pitching doesn't last long sometimes. Relief pitching is goofy. How certain guys will have these roller coaster careers. Mm-hmm. That's a callback to Six Flags, but <laughs> where they'll just be great and then bad and then great again. And closers seem to do that a lot. Yeah, I just think I think it's a little quick to just to cut cold turkey and just say like, "Hey, we're no longer in the Corbin not, Burns business." No, yeah, I'm not saying yeah, cut him, but I'd rather just commit to you're going to the minors yeah, and you're not I'm, pitching again this year. Yeah. The up and down, up and down. Yeah. Well, I don't think we, I don't think the season right now, raised within margin. I don't think we can afford having him back here. No, that's really depressing. So we want to talk about depressing. Should we talk Packers? Why is that depressing? Everybody see the that financial statement come up? Yeah, I was just I pulling did. that up. <laughs> well, they had spent a, a lot of money. Come yeah, on. yeah they did. They did. Uh, talk, let me talk through some couple numbers. Couple years for you. Can, of can, can, yeah. I sh- can I talk through some numbers for yeah, you? Yeah, I'll shut up. Do you want to hear the numbers first, or do you have a you have a couple points to make about it? No, tell me the numbers because I do have. A I don't think it, I don't. I I know we talked about this a little bit amongst our chat group. I don't think this talks and I don't think this plays into the investments made in Titletown District because I actually think they made money on that. So is that not counting any of that? I don't think so. Oh, hmm. Then it's interesting. So there's a profit of just seven hundred twenty-four thousand dollars reporting last fiscal year that ended March thirty-first of this year. So with that, Green Bay's profit in the year ending March 31st was down 97.9% from 34.1 million the year ending March 2018 and over 99% from the record year of 75 million the previous year before that. Now, so the, the, the scapegoat or the things to kind of offset was they had to pay out McCarthy's contract. They have the books for the initial big, huge lump sum payment for Aaron Rodgers, massive contract and they also had expenses raised almost 50 million dollars in addition from the roger stuff as well as the free agent signings of like zadarius smith preston smith amos and billy turner i know they made splashes in free agency but it still seems like how much of an impact should that really have when their payroll isn't that drastically different from year to year I guess it's because they're giving out signing bonus money right now, but yeah. So the overall revenue increased by five point one percent, but I think the biggest one was like local revenue was only two point three, which means that jersey sales and Lambo tours and all that stuff is down, which is a little bit alarming. Now, while they had a lot of investments from outsides to build up kind of the Tidal Town district and that thing, and that's actually brought more people to. Green Bay, if they continue to put out a losing product, does it put that investment and that whole plan in jeopardy? Uh, I think as well as like, hey, it sucks to be a Packers fan right now. On top I, of that, I think ultimately it'll be fine for the long term, just because of how historic the Packers are. There are still so many fans around the country and around the world. Uh, I'm kind of surprised though that the losing team has this much of an impact just after two years, given how loyal Packers fans usually are. Uh, I don't know. I guess I'm not too concerned without going into more detail about the money. Like, I want to know 
I'd like to see a real detail ledger down. Yeah. You want to see the accounting wanna, ledger? Give me the books. Andy, you're a part owner. Can I see the books? <laughs> I am. Not only that, I'm going, I'm, I have my first shareholder meeting on the 24th. I'll, be, I'll ask for that. I'm like, when they ask, okay. when they ask anybody have any questions, I want to raise my hand. Open the like, books. Let me see the books. Or public company. <laughs> give me the books. Gonna, they're not going to ask questions. <laughs> Come on. I'll just start shouting it. And I'll get removed. I'll be the last one I go to. Yeah. You're just there to eat hot dogs and applaud quietly after yeah. a couple. Pay, pay for the owner hot dogs that are twice as expensive as normal. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we're going to get our money back. You always go for Yeah. Well, the joke of it is, is like the people, like reporters ask questions to Mark Murphy. Like, are you going to, is there any plans to raise ticket prices mm-hmm. to help offset some of the costs and, and, and losses? And he said they do have a corporate policy in place that they have uh, always had where they keep their ticket prices just below the median NFL ticket price. So they can't. Oh, I like that. Until they strike that up. But anyway, <laughs> at least that's, at least they answered it. That's cool. It's an easy piece of paper to go missing. But he did, he did make a statement that said that we don't want to have everything on the be on the backs of ticket holders. Yeah, and I guess uh, on the Which plus, is good, I guess, because you don't want all yeah. of a sudden now, like, oh, if we can fix this problem, you're now no, the highest price. He said season ticket holders, though. Yeah, season ticket holders, which yeah. is everybody in the stadium. Which is, yeah. <laughs> on the plus side, though, the Packers have something like $350 million in their, their corporate savings. 397 which, 397 yep. which... You know, obviously that money's also being invested, so they're they're fine in terms of you know having a a nice little cushion of. But does that cover a Cleveland type of losing? If the Packers are bad for let's say uh, sixty years, right? Yeah, sixty years. <laughs> we'll see. Huh? I hope I think, not. I hope I we won't see that. I guess what kind of makes this a little bit more ominous is the fact that they wanted to have um about four hundred million is about what they pay seasonally minus some of the player contract stuff that they're prepping for the 2020 collective bargaining debacle showdown if you will it's about to happen so if that's foreshadowing anything i mean maybe they're just conservative and they want to have that ready or they're assuming that this is going to be one of the worst collective bargaining since the scabs they're gearing up there is some interesting stuff on the table coming up no so the big one being proposed as we kind of mentioned was the 18 game season the caveat being is to try to do a compromise with the NFLPA and obviously like the owners was that no player can play more than 16 games in a season to help offset the injury risk to the players. Um, what say you? Pete, your thoughts. <laughs> now is where you could say it. It's just not a good idea. It's, not, like a, it's not a good idea. Okay. Well, I mean, I don't want to see Brent Huntley so what Play I thought two games. It's true. What, I, what, admit, I, what I thought I was mean, nobody wants Brent, Hun- Brent nobody, Hunley's not here, so that's good. Kaiser, whatever. I don't care. <laughs> who, who, throw out Jimmy John out there. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever our soup de jour is, uh, backup quarterbacks for yeah. for this particular but, no, moment. Why not? Just put Johnny Bench out there. <laughs> yeah, he's not good. <laughs> Wouldn't this this would make backup quarterbacks more valuable? That if you could actually afford to take out, if you had a cheap. Yeah, you just go get Johnny Manziel, right? Yeah, you get Johnny Manziel. If you have a cheap, a quarterback on a cheap salary, like a rookie yeah. deal, and you can sign someone. Here, this is where Ryan Fitzpatrick fits in. Well. Ryan Fitzpatrick. You See, you sign him to a one-year, like, $10 million deal just to play those Just to play games. two games and win them. That's where right? I really wanted the Packers to go get Rosen at that price tag. Yeah. Seriously. Well, then, this, too... This would have a lot of impact on fantasy for football, sure. which oh is God, such a yeah. huge moneymaker for the league. 
Because how how soon in advance would you actually know that a guy's not going to play? Would you be scrambling morning of, thinking you're oh, a yeah. guy? It would be morning of. <laughs> oh, by the way, Julio Jones, they've decided to bench him against the should Buccaneers. Just be, should, 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 the Patriots should this do? be our disclaimer, though, Let's before like we get too far down like football season and fantasy? We're going to base our fantasy input and discussions based on our league's rules. Yeah, which is by far better than anybody else's league. Yeah, we true. Trump everybody. So it's a fourteen-team league with a, with because of the fourteen teams, we have quarterback restrictions, where you can carry two quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. You can carry Only. three, if, but you can't carry more than that team. as long as they're with the same team. Yeah. yeah, this is a rule that came into place because of me. Yep, picking up all the available quarterbacks, all the quarterbacks when I played Chris, and he did not have a quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> Which I thought was <laughs> Chris Kuyper. Perfectly fine. Yeah. But anyway. I so found it funny. I didn't so that's, care. So that's the rule. I don't know who so complained. We talk about fantasy Mike rules. is a jerk rule. <laughs> <laughs> so we talk about fantasy. It's based on this realm, and I'm sure we'll drop more information, probably even get Commissioner Nick on at some point again to talk about as we get close to the season. But we just want to put that disclaimer out. Hit it. Continue on. We would have That to. would have a huge impact. We'd have to change that rule, probably. You or might. Do, or, or do we? Or you and might, make it that much more interesting. Then you might have people like having to trade for quarterbacks. Just I'll tell you this right now. Picks one and two quarterbacks. <laughs> <laughs> Forget it. I what, mean, if, what if it's like, oh, I got Aaron Rodgers and then Andy Dalton. Those are my quarterbacks. Like, oh, Dalton's on a bye. Oh, the Packers just announced Aaron Rodgers isn't playing today. What do I do? Pick oh, up, God. scramble to pick up. Uh, yeah, you, you cut Melvin Kaiser. Gordon and you pick up Kaiser. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you can cut yeah. Melvin Gordon because he's not going to play. He's not going to play. Hold out. <laughs> Hold po- out. Friend of the podcast. Yeah. I mean, they could just trade him to the Packers. Why not? Well, so that's another thing that should maybe be brought up for collective bargaining is our running backs just getting screwed over too much in this NFL. Wait, we're going from the league that players control to the league that owners control. Yeah. I yeah. mean, the NFL is the player. They don't even care about the players. Well, do you so. think that factors in at all? When you look at these athletes, I mean, I think Antonio Brown called out, didn't he call out NBA salaries when he yeah, was trying to get I paid? I believe so. That he's like, I would be like the 45th paid NBA player. That was like two years ago. Like now he'd probably be like, he, I think Giannis's brother's probably making more. Than well, but, but that's the thing of it. That's, that's, the, prob- that's the problem and of the sport you picked. And that's probably also why potential issues with the NFL long term is like you have the same amount of teams, same cities, but you have 53 people yeah. minimum. Well, they want to add more too. Right. Yeah. So that's going to even take that cut of the pie and make it even smaller. Yeah. Yeah. And there, some people argue too that just in a a shorter season, do the, I mean, NFL games are really rough on your body, but, you know, something like Major League Baseball players play 10 times as many games as you. Should that be a factor? And I get it. If you're, if you're a football player and you look at what some of these other athletes are getting, like, I don't, I don't blame them. Yeah. I'd be pissed as hell too if I was Antonio Brown. Like, you're probably one of the top ten athletes in the NFL, and you're making less than Tony Snell. Like, I'd be pissed too. Yeah, I mean, the guy doesn't play ever. Mm, Tony Snell's great though. Yeah, we forgot to mention. Pete was mentioning some duos around the league, and Detroit has one now. Yeah. Yeah, Bucks castaways. Maker and Snell. Maker and Snell. They're the next. Uh, it's Benifer or Brangelina. They're going to be Thony. <laughs> it's what? not Thon and Tony. It's not Griffin <laughs> and Rose. It's Maker and Snell. 
Actually, the, we didn't talk about the Pistons. Pistons actually made a couple moves that aren't, weren't yeah, bad. Yeah, they'll be an oh, eight bad. seed. They got, they got Frazier. Be an eight okay, seed. Okay. Back to the NFL. Yeah, good for them. They'll be nice in their, their G but, League. I mean, <laughs> obviously, maybe we're going to be a little bit biased on Melvin Gordon, whether or not it's the right move to hold out. But He's got to get paid. I get it. And maybe the NFL needs to change up like rookie running backs having shorter contracts. And maybe you don't get locked into as long of a deal considering your career's over by 30. What is it, three years? Average you, NFL career? Yeah, and if you're a first-round pick, your four-year contract with a fifth-year option. Look how many carries some of these guys are already had in college when you've been like a workhorse back for a few years. You know, someone like Saquon Barkley is fantastic, but, I mean, he was the focal point of a Penn State offense for a few years. Yeah. Comes in the league, he plays on a rookie deal by the time he hits free agency he's going to be what like 27 right 26 yeah so the nfl claims that an average career is about six years so that's from uh a player who makes a club's opening day roster in their rookie season so this was a factor fiction player thing. player association <laughs> says it's 3.3 so yeah amazing 3.3 they're looking at it through yeah. different Different, yes, that's taken parameters. into account if you make it as a rookie on open day. They're just looking right. at like the league as a whole. Yeah, there's so many guys who just yeah, like those punters that are 17 years, <laughs> 20, or guys who just kickers make it a year or two. That's why everybody in the NFL PA hates Vinatieri. <laughs> yeah, he's, <laughs> really, he's really, really, he's throwing off the numbers, really sandbagging those numbers. Let's admit they don't count. <laughs> they don't count those guys. But that was in 2011, though. So that's a long time ago. Yeah. So I get Melvin wanting to get his money now. Also, one thing that I, I hate the fact that holdouts have become just so much of the norm. We just saw Le'Veon Bell just skip a season. You know, right. one of yeah. one of the premier players paid. in the league. Still got paid. He did still get paid. So not it a lot, but, but but he got paid less. He did get paid yeah. less. And Melvin so was that smart or not? Like that's the thing. He got, like, didn't he get paid the whole year for, with the Steelers though? Mm-mm. No, he, no, he, he didn't. He forfeited Reach, all the money. Reached a contract. Okay, and. I mean, uh, unless he had some, I'm sure he had some some like deals that, with, like, well, wasn't he, well, he? He was franchised, right? He just never signed his never franchise. Signed franchise so he That's didn't it. Get, yeah. Uh, Melvin Gordon. One thing he has going for him is Rivers' age. Like, do the Chargers want to play hardball when Rivers might only have you know a couple of good years left? And you're gonna say, oh, we're just gonna take away one of your weapons, Rivers. So I get, I get yeah. the timing. I get why he's doing it. I don't know. So, what do you guys what do you guys feel about the eighteen game season? Do you like it? Don't like it? I don't like it. I don't. Why, like it don't either. change it. That's like the NBA trying to take away games and do like a mid season tournament to make the playoffs. Like it doesn't make any sense. Why change it? I don't like it because I don't want to water down the season at all. That's just what I'm, I'm worried not, about. I'm not trying to be non progressive, like old man, like don't change my baseball kind of crap. But the thing of it is, like the players don't, don't want it. The people who play the game don't want it. Yeah, the preseason is a mess. Like, don't add two games. These players don't need two more games. Well, they wouldn't get them. They only play sixteen. Oh God, they're still practicing. In, I don't know. Plus, like, yeah, I the, think they're also reducing. They also reduce the preseason down well, to two. So they're well, going to still have a buy, or are they taking away buys? No, yeah, I thought they were talking about two, two, two buys. buys. 
That was like I was part of the original one. I remember from. But March. that's the thing is you're going to take a player, you're not going to play him this week, and then you're going to have a bye next week, and then he's already had like three, four weeks off, and, and then you're going to expect him to go full speed again. Well, in, you, in a contact like it's impossible. These players you just need to keep playing and just whatever. Well, and if you think this through though, what if uh, what if a team like the Steel or like Steelers, I guess Patriots. There you go. Patriots. What if they're running away with their division, and they still have haven't benched like. Brady for two games or any of their bigger players, Edelman, Sony Michelle. What if they just decide we're just going to skip the last two weeks of the season? They're just not going to show we're up. Play all backups. <laughs> like well, that's the day we're going to use. Like we're going to give like our all of our stars right. off. Those games could have a huge impact by whoever they like play yeah. backups against. Let's not talk about the game wise too. Nobody's gonna show up to those games. Yeah, how, let's admit there's gonna that stadium's not gonna be full. Remember when we went to see I'm the Bucks? Well, so I guess that's what you have to be worried about from other teams that are not like the Packers. Like other teams don't have the following, like the Patriots, Packers, or whatever else that sell out those stadiums. Like regardless, like what's gonna happen in Jacksonville where they already have like a thirty percent like fill, they get blacked out ninety percent of the time. Yeah, look at the American Allegiance of football. <laughs> that, that ended badly. There was nobody in those well, the, like, <laughs> stadiums. So the PA, like, kind of talking about that, but they said they'd reduce. Did you mention that? Where they'd be reduced to two point eight, which is like the biggest reason like NFL PA is against it because you don't get fully vested in your benefits till year three. Oh Jesus! So you're saying most of these players now, if they move to an eighteen game, would now fall below that. And it's have to basically the owners are saying we want more money in our pockets. Yeah, I mean, if you look at all sports leagues, the season has kept adding games. They've They've all done it over the years. I so, mean, at what point do you does it stop? So I, I see what they want to do. I mean, as an owner and whatever else, you want to take advantage. I mean, basketball's trying to do it with not necessarily like prolonging the season, but making their season more relevant longer into the year. NFL has pretty much dominated sports for a long time, and I, I still think it does. I just think these other it teams does, are, are but... getting more creative. If this is their creative way of trying to prolong the, the season to make it worthwhile, I think that's what makes the NFL great. Like Each one of these games are so crucial. Yeah. You make it 18. As you guys mentioned, you're almost throwing away two of them. If yeah. But if you're looking for more breaks and stuff, take away Thursday night. Take away Monday night. Take away all those stupid... They want to own, they want to but own that's what I'm week. saying. If if you look, if that's the case, then take away those. But I understand. They're not going to take away why those. You, they want them to play every day. Why don't day. you add a bye week in? I think that's a, the, the sure, best solution yeah. now. Yeah. Do two bye weeks because then you it get prolong, in... Prolongs the season and you also... like You can't have... like The NFLPA can't argue with that because now you're yeah. also adding benefits to the like the players. And yeah, then now you you're in, stretching the year out longer. And, I, and your fantasy football doesn't like... I mean, it gets hurt from the fact that now as a fantasy owner, now you have to pay attention to multiple bye weeks, but it doesn't, it doesn't impact it. The fact that we're all going to still play it. Like, I'm not playing because now we, a team has two bikes. So like, well, I'm out. I think you still get the same buy-in and whatever else. Yeah, you get an extra week of football. I mean, there's slightly less, fewer games week to week, but still, it's an extra week of football, an extra week of TV revenue of people yeah. getting together to watch football. You're not affecting the stadium. Yeah, because no, nothing's nothing's really affecting. Things with would that, just be but... too problematic with those. It sounds fun in theory in some ways, but like things would be too problematic of game of teams sometimes maybe mid season just like throwing a game away, or or well, the, you would you would see so, that all the time. Yeah. You, so, would, you so would probably have teams not play the first two games. What what worries me though about this was it seems like the Packers because we don't have like an owner to buy to like adhere to and whatever else that we seem to be the conscience of a league per se. And when you heard like Mark Murphy basically be like absolutely not, I'm totally against it. I was like, thank God, 
Like, all right, that's fine. He's adamantly against it. Like, he's he's as close to being the next commissioner as you're probably going to get. Like, he's buying for his time to whatever go. And then immediately goes, and then two days later, immediately does a 180. Yep. Oh, by the way, I completely changed my mind. Oh, yeah, because he was like, I'll do 17. Like, that was the compromise. Let's do 17 and kind of figure it out. And then all of a sudden, the next day later, he's like, nah, 18. 18's good. Who the heck talked to him? He's getting tons of calls from somebody. Yeah. Jerry Jones. (laughs) Sperry Crones. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Robert Kraft. I don't like it. I want the league to be. Remember when we went and saw the Bucks and there was no Giannis and did it? Who else had the night off? Did Middleton not play that night or did he play? We went. Well, to Miritich the... wasn't in because he was there holding him off the All Star right. break, he so he was gone there. too against no. the Magic. Yeah, and then was Brogdon hurt at that point? Yeah, we spent a lot of time at the candy machine. We did. We spent a lot of time with candy. Yeah, but just... well, we had kids. But the but idea still. though of like it's... I think some of the kids still have a, that <laughs> pixie left and that pixie stick. <laughs> <laughs> the never-ending pixie stick but it's disappointing to to go and not see the star play and that was just because of rest and then to have these rules where it's mandated that your star that your aaron Rodgers have to rest could be not playing yeah because imagine that especially like because i mean it's not terribly difficult to find like packer tickets but it's yeah. not easy yeah it's, like, just, it's not like again not like you're going to jacksonville and you can pick up a dang good seat like the day of and be well, fine you can pick it up on the, on no, the ground even <laughs> throw it away. I mean, where we're giving it away is up. Is yeah. up. Hey, hey, you go to the local Walmart today, you get a free <laughs> Jacksonville ticket. Where we live too. I mean, we have a little bit of a drive to Green Bay, and like so. You're it's a commitment to a whole day like, and spending like, money and like this is a year. Like I want like the kids to go see it. Like now, like we go to family night and things like that. Now is like the year where he's like into it, and now you're gonna go to the game. Like oh yeah, Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> and the rest of the good players are no longer playing. Aaron Rodgers and Devonta Adams are are off because we're playing the Buccaneers. But enjoy, enjoy. Uh, Deshaun Kaiser throwing to Kumaro all day long. <laughs> Half the time to their team, but that's fine. Yeah, I don't know. It seems crazy. Yeah. Are you guys ready for it? Mm-hmm. Football season? No. Mm-hmm. I'm M- not. NBA season hasn't ended yet. I don't know. No, I, I'm not ready. I'm not even. I know. I'm Normally, not even this in, is where I hit. We um, had all the picking for our for our spots. Which thank fantasy. God I'm finally like in the top five yeah. for once and not nine or eight. But I wasn't even. Yeah, ready I'm in eight. That. I'm excited. I can Man, be. Why are you as, excited? I'm so excited for that. Man, it's the worst. The I longest mean, wait I, between picks. I love not the, longest, but the fantasy draft. That's one of my favorite days of the year. Yes. We, we all love it. We go all out with. I mean, we've had. We've taken over Andy's yard for like a whole day where we had projectors and food and wiffle ball. It's fantastic. Now we're doing it at uh, Kuiper, Chris Kuiper's uh, shop to just keep the mess there. It's it's one of the best days, but well, I am the, not the Kui- ready the, to study. The, the Kuiper no. switch last year was due to weather. We were concerned about weather switching. Oh, Plus... Uh, Commissioner used, Nick was always wanting to make sure it got underway in a timely manner, and he's the one that's not going to be there. Oh yeah, are you are you saying right now on air, Andy, that you're you're hoping to have the draft back? Is this controversial? Is oh this no, a, no no no, I'm good. Okay, I'm good. <laughs> okay. Wait, I know I like I really like the setup that we did at, at, at Chris's. Com- Commissioner Nick's not making it. He's gonna be late. He has a company picnic that day. That's why are you going? He wants to. Gotta press the big wigs, Pete. Yeah. Curry favor with the the owners of the company. Mm. 
We'll talk about it. That's definitely be a topic when we have fun. Yeah, we got a lot to talk about. No, maybe now I'm excited. No, no, yeah. no. I, I was the one that was all for it. Like when he brought it up, like that was like we were, I was able to build, build the permanent structure for the screen. Yeah. No longer had to roll it up and do the flimsy thing. We permanently hung it on. I mean, I, I get pumped. I even was so excited last year. I went to go to the shop the day before just to make sure like just every sweep it. Yeah. Everything was going to be good. Well, like, yeah, so we were doing the, fabrication like leading up to it too. Like the whole idea, we were putting, I, we put like the metal eye holes in the screen to make sure it was nice and, and taut. But given all that, they call them grommets. Yes, that's true. Right. That's true. Uh, <laughs> thank given, you, thank you guys. You guys, Pete knew what a nice. grommet thank was. You, yeah. Oh yeah, Pete I knew. Do. That's a I had graphics design. I got to know where the grommets are. The grommets, like For banners. Oh, yeah, I like, thought you meant shower curtains. Oh, I thought we were yeah, talking. If you if you if you ever put them in, were we talking about Wallace and grommet? Oh yeah, cheese. We got a whole machine. Like I, I may or may not have bought from Amazon a grommet punching machine to well, put them right just in. for one day. Yeah, I love that for your returns. That. That's <laughs> it was, it was broken. Yeah, just like the saw. But anyway. as excited as I get about all that, it just feels too far away. Still, I'm not ready in July to commit. Don't to worry. Football hype. It's almost Christmas. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> don't say that. They do that at work all the time. I started looking at the calendar, though, and you started thinking about it. I'm like, oh, man. I remember past years, I'd be doing mock drafts by now. I would, too. Really? Yeah. I used yeah. to always do them in July, but yeah. now I'm like, I'm waiting until at least like preseason games are actually going on, because I get burned out then. By the time like September comes around, I'm like, I don't know. The only reason I remember doing that, because I remember like when we tried to start picking, unless we picked... No, we, there's no way. We, this is about the time we always do Mm-mm. like position picks, we've, right? We've done them earlier. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So by the time we got around to deciding positions, I'd already have done a few drafts. Yeah. Like just you, to kind of get a feel for like what players I get at what position. So you know this this is the difference between you two and me. So I set up my stuff the day of and I do like a couple mocks the day of. And Sweet. you guys have won championship after championship and I haven't. So I'm glad you pick right after me. Yeah. And no. then so, before me on the comeback. So so now it's so not gonna come full circle why I'm so excited for pick eight. So I can tell you if you'd like to know. What pick are you? Three. Okay. You're pick two, right? Yeah. And then uh, Commissioner Nick is pick 14. Mm-hmm. I picked eight. I wanted to do 12. Like 12, I was, I was actually, I had, I had it punched in. I was ready to go. And I'm like, F that. I'm getting as far away from you two effers as I possibly can. <laughs> Ain't nobody got time for that. Because I, I don't remember how <laughs> many times I'd get, like, look glaring at you two. Like, what in the actual world? Like, this is no business for these people to be drafted at this point, except for by me. And clearly you guys. Your deep sleeper all queued up, and then what? What? Wait, oh, you're not talking about me. Okay. No. No, unfortunately not. Hey, I had a really good year last year. I got screwed last year. That's fine. You guys can carry on the podcast without me? No. Okay. I had so much Mountain Dew Kickstart to drink. My bladder's going to blow up. Okay, go ahead. We can wait for you. Okay. And I'm back. No. One of those peas were... What were we even talking about? Peed for like a minute. Oh, we heard it. And then I was like done. And then I peed for like another 15 seconds. So we're talking about fantasy. I'm just glad to be... I'm glad to be at eighth. I, I don't know if I don't know how my team's gonna look. I'm just more or less for my draft. 
Like I don't, I don't feel as. So when you guys snipe something and it's that far away, it doesn't bother me. Yeah, it's, it's like, like oh, oh, it's just like whatever. Should I but, just take the headphones off now? No, maybe maybe I don't maybe you'll like, learn a few things. No, I won't learn anything. That's I'll funny. forget about right. it in like two seconds. And I get to be right next to Chris Kuiper, so that's always that's always fun to watch him be like all angry. And I guess you don't even know who you'll be with on the other side because we still have four people. Four people to don't care. Pick. Do not Doesn't care. Make, you've oh, I thought we lost somebody. Any of them are fine. <laughs> four four people have to still pick. I thought we lost good. somebody. Like not as in like they left the league. Like as in they died. Oh, that'll happen someday. It's the heart failure league. So. Yeah. I mean, I'm. So do we have? So we have bylaws. Like, can I leave my spot to somebody? Like, or does like I, it automatically get picked? I think you could leave it to your like, son. I think we should dar- start discussing if no, our spots it, can be put in our wills. It'd be soon it'd here. be Trenton. Yeah, um, like, I, think, I mean, we gr- I've groomed him over the last couple of years. He's this will be this will be year three. He's done fantasy football. I'll tell you this: why I'm really excited for the, the for the preseason and stuff to start happening. Um, as the team starts to shape out, you get to see some things out of camp. It's Lafleur's first year. Yeah, kind of see how that gets started. I'm really kind of interested to see how he like shapes the team and what they kind of look like under his new system. Um, but then we get Frank back. That's right. Frank to come on and talk about the Packers. We're going to have Frank on for our Packers preview. He's very excited to come on for sure. Yes. I was, I was, I was cutting my lawn and I was at the end of the driveway and he drove by and gave me the good old thumbs up. Looks great. <laughs> Can't wait to talk. He pointed his Packer hat. So it was good to go. Frank was driving around in his Packer van. I love it. It's Beautiful. very exciting. Beautiful. We wrapping this thing up? I think we need to. Yeah. Well, we probably Sorry. should just... Sorry, listeners. One last plug for the Dodgeball Night of Fun, I think, for Trey Trey Rains and... Trey Rains or Trey, Trey Rains? Trey Rains and Melvin Gordon's uh, Dodgeball yeah, Night of Fun. So. After we've been talking about Melvin Gordon. And I guess uh, his holdout isn't official. I guess we should say that. It's yeah, just been... He's official. talked about he's, it. He's but it could... He's wanting to get a contract. He did ask yeah. to get paid, and yeah. it's uh, possible. But yeah. it's It'll be pretty interesting, though, because it is this Friday... Friday, July nineteenth. So well, at Mahone Middle School. Don't even worry about all that holdout stuff. No, just don't go, even worry about it. No, just they, go have a even, with, even, with, uh, even with contract could question. Be a pretty big circus there. <laughs> to be totally honest. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, no. Well, it's feet. good. To, it's good to know that even with like the contract concerns and things like that, he's still still giving back to the community. It's still yeah, really important to him. It's great. So, mission fee: adults four dollars, students and seniors are three dollars, and children six and under are two dollars. So registration's still open, and think until the day before. Um, there's not that many slots available, but you can um, get. Uh, looks like you can still get the like autograph packages and stuff. Uh, different costs here and there. You can get a photograph of Bo Jackson, which is kind of cool. That's but fantastic. you can't get no signatures from Bo. Well, so a photo with him would be, be yeah. pretty awesome. Should get a QTR there's, there with is Bo. a there is a cost to that, of course, but yeah. Anyway. But it's Bo Jackson. It's Bo. He's a legend. Bo He's Jackson. Two-sport athlete. Definitely. So go meet those guys. Go have some dodgeball fun first and second place. Can I get a picture winners. with my, so. my Tecmo Bowl? Yeah. Okay. There you go. Hold that. Just hold, You can't autograph it. Just hold it up. Yeah. Picture. I got one last plug. It's at a local. Nope. We just ran out of time. No, <laughs> we didn't. No, just. And they, they didn't even contact me, but I thought this was pretty cool. Uh, local 1175 sports bar and eatery. Uh, I think it's in Kansasville, Wisconsin. Yep. Mm-hmm. They have Ironically, a- on the corner of Highway 11 and Highway 75. Oh, man. If you didn't know where the name came from. 1175. Yeah. 
So Robin Yount and Paul Molitor will be there. It'll be a meet and greet. You can buy tickets. Uh, you can get a VIP ticket, which includes um, a guaranteed seating in the first 10 rows for the photo and a photo op uh, with each legend, an autograph from each of them on an authentic 11 by 14 photo valued at $125 each and a complimentary drink of your choice. So I I don't remember so how, how much it is. You know how much those VIP tickets? Because I mean, I think they're two hundred dollars, but nice. two hundred dollars for autographs from Robin Yount and Palma. Are they are they giving an answer session? Are they giving you the picture? Yes. Okay. Yep. So you don't have to bring anything then. No, you don't have to bring anything. So very interesting for that. I thought that was really cool. That is what August is that? August fourth. So it's uh four days from your birthday. That's why I'm bringing it up because you know my birthday is coming up pretty soon here. So you're gonna buy us all. So. Yeah, I'm going to buy you guys oh, all tickets. That's, that's what I thought, because I mean, nice. when you go to work, you bring in yeah. donuts yeah. and stuff, right, for your that's birthday. The they, some, they don't buy you yeah. stuff, so I thought maybe that was your contribution. Some, for some the countries do it that way, where it's that your birthday, right. you throw the party. So hmm. let's do that. Let's have like yeah, a you, Russian you throw the party. You buy us some seats for the party. We'll have like the Pete's party row. Yeah. Oh, I'll wear my Paul or my Rob Young jersey. Perfect. Yeah, That'll so be my contribution. $200 VIP. Uh, you get both autographs and a photo op from, I think, a professional photographer. So, oh, yep, one autograph from each of them, 11 by 14. It does have the logo of Love and 75 on it, but it should be pretty fun. I think I think that would be awesome. That's pretty cool. So, yeah, Sunday, August 4th, 4 o'clock. Go to, I think, 1175.com. Or just just Bing 1175 Sports Bar. There you go. I'm, you know, big-time Bing user. <laughs> <laughs> what's bing, bing. bing never heard of bing. you've never heard of the verb bing it what's bing what do other people say lycos it lycos <laughs> it yeah 1175events.com i should say 1175events.com yeah that's what came up when i binged it sorry my apologies <laughs> yeah what's bing bing crosby mm-hmm. so i have one more thing to, i have one more shout out i want to give so our, our buddy friend of the podcast buckets mangan Oh, buckets. Good old buckets. <laughs> Way to go, Matt, for uh, coming through. So my wife needed something for her classroom, and he came through and delivered a, a little couch, a reading couch uh, for the kids. Good on him. So thanks for him and his wife. They, they came through and, and found that, but he came and visited with his, with his lovely family. So yeah, want to give a quick shout-out. I'm appreciate it. As we walked into your house, I was surprised to see him and his wife and his kids running around your living room. Like, hey. Speaking of, he's next up to pick his draft slot. I know. Good, good timing. Yeah, way to go. How about uh, how about you uh, get that to us? It's only been like uh, what two days. Pick after Andy. Take all of his players. Listen to the Do podcast. It. Find out who he likes. Take them. <laughs> I feel safe after last year's debacle. That's true. He took Jarek McKinnon. Yeah, after the IR news. Yeah. We had to not issue. First, he came late. He arrived he late. Did, He's he, running late. He arrives late every year. And that's fine. He, he, he did say that he was going to learn from last year and make sure he's here early. So that'll be right on time for him. And then proceeded to make... He was so excited. He's like, couldn't believe he was still available. Jarek McKinnon. Really, he was very proud of really himself. Excited. And I just looked at him because I typed in. I'm like, are you sure? Have you, have you looked anything up? He's like, yeah, he's good. He's locked. I'm like, oh, okay. And I typed it in. And then we had to put a stop to it and we reverted it. But 
Yeah, I, he was I using thought, his typewriter for last year's draft. I thought Commissioner Nick handled it pretty well because I I was one of the people in favor of redo the pick. I mean, you in a 14-team league, do you want your team ruined <laughs> from the draft night? But Nick tried to do it in kind of anonymous fashion. Of I don't, I'm not going to see who votes for what, but how many people are voting that they want him to redo the pick? How many people? There was some. There is some hardcore, just cold-blooded people out there. There was like four or five votes for it. You're stuck with them. <laughs> Screw well, your team. No, yeah. I was. I mean, I could see why they'd want to do that. Because I mean, what are you setting precedents now that anytime something like unfortunate happens, like, oh, it's really to do that pick. Yeah. But I'm also a humanitarian. I'm like, oh, if it was me, I'd want to be able to have a chance to. I did. I, I didn't want his team ruined from the get go. Yeah. And, and I mean, he should stop using Morse code for. First communication. So, I'm I'm hard on him right now. I was one of the vote of votes to like let him repick it. Yeah, but I'm still not gonna let him down. I believe I, I believe he was forced to do punishment drinking. Yeah, oh, like a shot of like something. A shot of yeah. something bad. Oh, it was bad. <laughs> I, yeah, I remember that now. So yeah, he did maybe two shots of that bad I stuff think so. too. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was uh, gasoline. Yeah, gasoline and wild turkey, I think, together. <laughs> Windex? Yeah. Yeah, we put a lot of stuff in there. <laughs> How is he alive? We we, we wrung out Chris's <laughs> shop rag. And then he drove home and ended up in a cornfield. <laughs> Still alive. Yeah. Wait, did that really happen? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, yeah. Yeah. True story. Prove it's not... Is that why they got new vehicles? Mm-hmm. Is that why Captain America was on the element? I noticed he has a he has a he has a van now. Has a van now. Yeah, I'm glad I got rid of my van. I'm, I'm I'm glad I never had one. God, don't ever. They're the worst to clean. There are so many crevices that little Cheerios and candy gets in. Man, oh, you can't, like you can big, never clean it. It's like a big fat person. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever clean it? Oh no! This has gone off the rails. <laughs> I was just gonna say I didn't think Pete ever cleaned it. He just traded him in for different cars. Yeah. Well, every time my car needs an oil change, I get a new one. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Questionable to Return Sports Podcast. Send us your questions, read more about us, and more on our website, questionabletoreturn.com. Follow us on Twitter at Q2Return and Instagram at questionabletoreturn. You can also like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash questionabletoreturn. Follow each of the guys on Twitter. For Andy, at Andy, the number nine, M-A-N. Mike? at Mike R. Daly, and Pete at P. Cozy with a K, Junior, J.R. Please consider leaving us a five-star review as well as sharing us with someone you know.